Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, Internet, to the Xbox Empire podcast, part of the Play Some Video Games Network of Podcasts. I'm Elaine. Donnie's here. Yo. It's our last live show of the year. Last live show of the year. You will have things on your feed. Don't get mm-hmm. nervous. We'll yeah, we, company. we announced on Nintendo Shack we are going to merge brands here and have crossover an extension of the Olive Branch. Yeah. We're going to have a Shack and Empire talks our favorite games of the year that will come out next week that we're going to record. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. great. pyre, if you will. Yeah, and then we're done. I'm done recording. I want to be on vacation. Yeah, we're <laughs> going on vacation. so tired. I'm going to play video games uh, and probably yell at my kids to get out of the basement while mm-hmm. I play video games. Like, go go play Christmas upstairs. Mommy is done. I'm always concerned so. when uh, to take a break, but my my when I've looked at the numbers in the past, I typically find that people don't do a whole lot of podcast listening over the holidays. Sure. And then they get behind. December. Yeah, they get behind and they just start erasing them. Right. Yeah. It's just old news. They just catch up and they just move on. Look, absence makes the heart grow fonder. You guys will have two weeks and you'll be like, God, we miss them. And you'll be raring yeah. to go in the new year for, for our nonsense. <laughs> My we, nonsense. We do have a special treat for those of us, for those that support us on Patreon. They get an episode uh, every month called DLC, where we do a deep dive. Um, it's adults only. Um, but we do a deep dive into a person on the team, and this month's DLC is with Elaine, and we will be putting that out over the public feed on Christmas. Look, spoilers, there's some sandwich talk in this episode. Oh, that's true. Lots of good yeah, sandwich talk. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do the same thing with a couple other of our patron exclusives. I, I, I came up with this idea over the summer, and I was like, what a great way to kind of pay it forward, give people a taste of what they're missing, and also like yeah. give the team a break. Yeah. So we're gonna I don't know about you, but I'm cherry tired. pick a few favorites and release them out as well. That'll be fun. So but for now we have a show. And we have a surprising amount to talk about in a, show, a big show because there's just is a lot, dude. All right, let's let's unpack this. Let's talk about cyberpunk because everybody's talking about <laughs> cyberpunk. And I think we need to talk about cyberpunk. Let's beat this dead horse. It, well, the horse has been deceased. The horse is in body parts, but we're going to kick the body parts in different directions. <laughs> so, <laughs> so terrible. Atrocious mental image. Okay, look, it came out last week. Uh, the s- review scores were largely pretty good. Um, and then the console versions are out. And then reviews are pretty good. They, they're like 92 or something. They're great. Yeah, it was. The Metacritic rating is very good, right? Stellar. It's good. Yeah, hi. Um, and then. They release the base console versions. Yeah. Actually, all the console versions because it's, you don't like, it's just the base just version. Just the console versions. It's the console versions. Yeah. And everything is on fire. Um, boy, the base, the base PS4 and base Xbox one, box one is so bad that IGN issued a warning with a review score of a four that says bad. Don't play it this way. Open critic Literally, put a big old warning up on their thing. Holy crap. I don't think I've ever seen that happen. No. I think that's a first for me. Yep. Um, even amongst games that have bridged the gap before. Wow. PS4 wow. fluctuates. This is from Digital Foundry. PS4 yes. fluctuates, but targets 720p. Doesn't always hit that. Targets 30 FPS. 
drops as low as 15. That's basically switch levels. Like that's <laughs> not to mention it's crashing left. It's like crashing left and right on people. It's it's there's so many bugs that it's has Physics become largely a, things are broken. And the yep. the base Xbox One largely the same shit show. Um, yeah, Pro gets a little bit better, but the Xbox Series X um, has two two different modes. You've got performance mode, which locks resolution to 1080p, but unlocks the frame rate. It targets 60, but Digital Foundry says it doesn't really get there most often. Um, wow. And then in quality mode, it caps the frames at 30, but the resolution floats around 1512. A weird number it is and then they they hired they counted as high as 1728 kind of in the outskirts um yeah. they do call the xbox series x the on quality mode the best way to play this game as it stands if you do not have a 30 series card on a pc that's fair i have i've heard mixed reports about that um i i'm hearing from other folks that i know that even have 1660 ti's or my 1080 ti like if you don't have rtx it and you tweak the settings the right way, yeah. you can get great performance out of PC. The Xbox Series X has been noted as the better of the console versions. For yes. sure. Like yeah. of anywhere to run this thing, if you have a console and have a choice, it's, I guess it's there, but like this thing was so bad that CD project red issued an apology two days ago, a literal typed out tweeted apology about this mess. And then told people, if you don't like it, go get a refund, which made it sound like that they had greased the wheels for folks to get a, a refund. Like when it, when they came yeah. out and said like, look, if you don't want to wait for the patches, we've got patches on the way. If you don't want to wait, we encourage you to reach out and ask for refunds. They didn't say like normal worry, refund policies apply. And they do. So just so everybody wants to know, if exactly. you bought it on a digital storefront that is not the PS, the PlayStation and the Xbox, you got two hours of game time. You not even on PlayStation. You get no, nothing. No, no. PlayStation has no digital refund. Exactly. Games. On Xbox, you have two hours to play or you don't right. get it back. Same thing for Epic. Same thing for Steam. Steam. Uh, you tried to refund through Epic. Yeah, I'm having a lot of issues. Uh, before we get there, they, yeah. they said this. They put this out. Like, contact us. Get refunds. And it really didn't mean anything. How, how do you feel about that? Like, it meant nothing. It was just marketing spin. Like, they just, in a way, they kind of threw people at a different like they threw people's yeah. attention and anger at a different outlet. It's it's kind of normally I wouldn't say it this way. It's kind of gross. And it's it kind of really gross, gross because of the reporting that has come out since then that they had sort of like if you look at the way that this arc went with the reviews, the code they released, waiting for scores and then dumping it. They they were intentionally they intentionally decided. held the console version. They, they held the console version so they wouldn't get slammed. Yep. And so given that, then stack this review language on top. It's shitty. Like, there's no nice way to say that. And I don't usually use that language on this show. And this comes but from like, it's, a developer it's that had all of the goodwill and oh. all of the fan fortune, everything going into it. And everybody waited and waited. And they kept telling them, with every delay, just take your time, all the time you need. We know you're going to make a great game. And then they do this and they basically just set it on fire. It like, was, it, it's bad. It's real, real bad. And it's a bad look. And it's made a lot of people like, I'm, you know, I love. The Witcher, you know, I do, but yep. I don't love this. Like, I can't stand behind a developer who does this because it's intentionally misleading. Like, I, it's crappy. Like, you can't do that. Yep. And it's it's a level of crappy as some people have been putting it that they've never seen out of like a big budget game. If this like was this EA, before. people oh would be God. losing their un. People would lose their minds. They'd be so Ubi much worse if, if it was yeah. Activision. Yeah. yeah. If this Ubi was Valhalla, people would be furious. But because it's CD Projekt Red. I guess a lot of people are just like giving them more benefit of the doubt. They seem to be getting somewhat of a pass, I think. 
I think they're getting a pass because people have in their head, oh, they will fix it. And they might. And they will. They will. They have 8 million reasons to fix it. Within the (laughs) confines of the technology, though, like they oversold a game. Now we can talk about our experiences. Yeah, I don't know if they can fix. So I don't I haven't played it myself. I picked up an Xbox version. All right. I bought Mm -hmm. an Xbox version. It's still in the cellophane. Guess who's returning said Xbox version. And probably if I'm going to play it, I have a 1080 series card. I've talked to some friends who are running it on 1600 series, 1080 series cards. They've been having pretty good experiences. There are some. uh, This is so stupid in 2020 to say, but if you Google it, there are some people who have deep dived on every setting and found optimal settings with RTX turned on and off for everybody's build. And it's there's some very good suggestions there if you want to run it. So I'm going to buy it on PC and I'm going to buy it on Steam and I'm going to play it and evaluate after 90 minutes. But you bought it on Epic. Yeah, so let's talk about my experience. Um, I bought the Cyberpunk console, the Xbox One Cyberpunk console that came with the game. I traded my Scorpio edition of the console. All right, traded. I sold my Scorpio edition of the console at profit, bought the Cyberpunk version of the console at a discount. They, I'm not sure if you remember, there was a period over the summer where they cut the price on that thing like $100 overnight for some reason. I got that one, which came with the free game. So I'm like over end over here like just you know making my my revenue go go up my profit margin then so then i get that i sold that one to listener of the show bought the series x but obviously i have the digital copy of the game started playing okay here's the thing i didn't run into a bug per se the first time i booted up and played the intro none of my character stuff stayed i made my hair i changed my clothes and then i went and looked in the mirror and i was completely naked and it was like a default character. And nice. I was like, oh, this is just broken. So what did I do? Deleted my save, decided to start again. Start again. So I play through the intro again, get back. Now it's fixed. I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep playing. Here's the problem, though. As I keep playing, it's just not very good. Um, it's the quality. It's just not very good. And the problem that I'm having is talking to folks in our Discord or folks on Twitter that are like, I'm playing and I'm having a great time. That's fine. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. take away your joy from it. But to say that it's good and what you expected, I think, is a different story. I don't want to play Cyberpunk 2077 at subpar graphic details and frame rate. Like, the whole pitch of this game was, man, look at what they did with The Witcher. Imagine what this game is going to look like, what it's sure. going to be. It's going to the neon and the ray tracing. It's like, I want the full experience. And it's muddy. And it's blurry. And I worked with Devin and Haley and I read all the blogs and I turned off all the settings and I tried to get it as good as I possibly could. And I played in quality mode at 30, which I didn't like. And I know that just sounds pinky up in the air and everything. It's just, I spent $500 on this console. And I had somebody tell me on Twitter, you know, they're like, it's the old version of the game. Like, what did you expect? Yeah, I expected it to run at least and look at least as good as Far Cry 5 does at 4k 30 on xbox one yeah is that is that is that bar too high they've had this game in development for eight years this is one of the biggest developers in the world i think a lot of people are like treating them like an indie studio or something like they they are the highest valuated non-publisher owned studio i believe in video games is that correct i don't know for sure don't they have like a like a 10 billion profit cap or something they have some crazy numbers like it was as much as bethesda like you could have bought bethesda or you could buy cd project red that's crazy that was their valuation cap during the bethesda stuff i think 
don't, crazy. Don't quote me, but I remember when Bethesda came out somewhere I heard that. I don't know if that's true, but it's high. I think yeah. they have the highest market value for somebody that's not owned, you know, so not like take two and the people that Activision own for somebody that's on their own. So I don't think asking for a 4K30 game on this, on these hardware is too much to ask for. And if they couldn't have delivered it, they should have delayed the game again. They should have pushed it and they didn't push it. And now they're promising patches in January and February. So then what does that do to their actual next gen patch? March, April, Later. May, June, you know, like it's not, it's, it ain't good kids. <laughs> it's, and it's a bummer to me. Like it bums me out because yeah. I was, I wasn't as excited about this game as a lot of people were because it's a setting thing for me. Like I don't like it as much and that's fine. Sure. So I didn't really have expectations. Well, I have, I have game things. I'm not done yet. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I, I'm bummed for people who were really excited for it because it's, that's, it, ain't, it ain't good, man. <laughs> obviously it comes down to expectations and my expectations yeah. for this game are really high. Like I, this was one of my most anticipated time. I ordered the skin. I'm going to skin wow. my console in the cyberpunk flavor. And so anyway, long story short, I'm playing. I'm like, you know, it's just not that great. So I'm going to play it on PC. Everybody says it's amazing on PC. I just bought a new PC. I bought this Razer Blade laptop and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. It's got 2070 in it. It's plenty enough to run it. I buy the game again. I bought a game I already own. Like that's such a leap for me. And I was like, I'm going to buy the game again to play it because I wanted, this is the game that I wanted to play over Christmas break. I want to sit down. I want to get lost in the world of cyberpunk. I'm playing it 1080p, everything turned to ultra, ray tracing. It looks fantastic on this little matte screen. I am having a blast. Game crashes. Okay. I have not yet been able to get back into that game. None of my what? auto saves work. None of my saves work. I've uninstalled the game and reinstalled the game. The moment I click on anything to play the game, it loads up. It does the load screen. It says click button to continue. And as soon as I click, Cyberpunk is flatlined. Wow. For four days, I have not been able to get back into the game. Wow. I've now- replayed the intro of this damn game like four times. I'm not going to do it again. Like, I'm so tired of playing the intro. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. Dude. And you're over the refund time. Oh, by an hour. Three hours. I went to Epic and they were like, sorry, we can't help you. I was like, it's one hour. And I'm sending them multiple, multiple copied error logs and everything. I'm like, I can't do it. And they're like, just start it over. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I got in yeah. chat support. Like, I, I'm, I'm angry just because I'm not angry because here's the thing. At this point, I'm just going to wait for the Series X enhanced version and then I'll play sure. the game. Sure, I'm sure, just going to sure. wait. And it just bums me out because yeah. I really wanted to play it. I wanted to play it now. I wanted to play it while everybody else was playing it. I, I did get to play. Like I said, I got to play three hours of it. So I got some time in. Now, I'm really early. Right. So this is no, by no means a judgment of the game. But I keep hearing everybody talk about how immersive the world is. And they keep talking about how busy the streets are. And they are. There are a lot of mannequins and stuff walking around, but that's all they are. It's kind of lifeless. Like the yeah. people have one line. They don't really, you know, deviate from their pattern. It doesn't feel alive. It just feels like they have a lot of NPCs on screen. And, um, you know, it was funny. I tweeted this for the amount of crap that 343 got about Craig. Nobody seems to care about the NPCs in this game's faces at all. Yeah, I... It's this is a real bummer to hear. Like I'm bummed to hear this. And I know I want, I'm, I'm being really critical you know, and I've got sure. champagne taste. 
But that's, I feel like that's what I was promised. That's who CD Projekt Red is. That's them. They make big AAA, not good games, the best games, right? right. Like The Witcher. Like, yeah. this is what they do. You know, they're up there. We put them on this pedestal, one of the best game makers in the world. This doesn't hold a candle to Valhalla. Or, put it in perspective, this doesn't hold a candle to Watch Dogs. Legion is better than this game is right now. This is like a bummer. It's a bummer. And it's not just their pedigree it's what they showed they showed this game looking beautiful they showed all this footage the problem is they didn't they showed it on a you know cream of the crop machine and they didn't show you what it was going to look like to you on a console and it's a bummer i i just i know that a lot of people are having a lot of fun with this thing too like there are people there are people that are really loving it and i i'm a i i heard one in-depth review that makes me a little question how much i'm going to enjoy it because before coming into this, I've openly talked to everybody, and maybe I just didn't follow it enough, and that that's fine. That's not my fault. I was expecting, like, Far Cry, GTA, Cyberpunk World, like, go get lost, like The Witcher. Sure, sure. And sure, it really sure. sounds like this is more like Fallout Mass Effect. It's not necessarily about the world and the open world and getting lost in as much as it is, like, these narrative arcs that you go on with characters. And apparently, the character building right. is real good. Yeah, that's and that's kind of... It's harder to do the go and get lost in the world thing in a future world based around a city do you know what i mean like it's different than an adventure across multiple you know different kinds of climates and it's like that's why this was the one where i was like eh, it's kind of samey to me so you don't get that aspect so the characters do have to be really good and is i mean if the characters are good the characters are good that's great yeah. Yeah. um and i'll play it for that 100 but this is why i was like eh, i'm not i'm not in a rush i'm not in a rush it's that you know it was just for me that that wasn't as appealing yeah, and so. and I was because I I really wanted to play. I said I'm I'm still getting the skin because I think the skin looks freaking sure. dope. That's the thing is Cyberpunk looks dope. That's the whole point of it. It's neon. It's, it looks awesome. That, Why doesn't yeah. it look great? I feel like you start there. It's got to be 4K 30. That's the bottom. It's a bummer. <laughs> this makes me sad. I didn't want them like people no are like look how many people in the streets. Like well then take them away. <laughs> it's not helping the game. <laughs> get them out. Get them out. The cars. Get them. Um. Yeah, oh, it needed to be delayed by far. And, you know, they came out today with uh, GameStop. Did you see that article? I did. I want to say that Klepik had posted, Patrick yeah. Klepik on Twitter yep. had posted this discussion. There was GameStop, like... Telling people, they're, they're telling people, they were turning people away, asking for refunds, pointing yeah. them back to CD Projekt Red, but they let a slip in there. And I think this is just a slip. I don't necessarily believe in it. I don't want to give myself any undue hope, but they said that it's possible that CD Projekt Red may do their own refunds. I did see that, but I think that that was just GameStop diverting attention. I, I agree. I, I didn't want to uh, put I don't too think much that has. That. I don't think that has anything to do with something they know. I think that was all them going. It's when not I was on the chat with Epic, problem. I just asked for a credit. I was like, I don't even yeah. want the money back. Like, just let me buy another game. Yeah, any other game. Like, it doesn't work. And they're like, well, have you? And I did all the things. I jumped through all the hoops. I did the error yeah. log. I uninstalled and reinstalled the game, and it just keeps failing. And they're like, well, you have to delete your save. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm, I refuse to do this again. I'm done. <laughs> I'd be done too. I'd I'm be beaten. done too. You broke me, Cyberpunk. Yeah, you broke you, me. <laughs> oh, you killed it. I'm like I said, I'm going to return. The nice thing about the COVID stuff and it being the holidays is the return windows for everything. Or wait, yeah. Huge right now. They're also big just because I spend too much money at Best Buy and they give me like a 30 or 45 day window. I wish I would have bought it physically at this point. That's why this is one of the reasons. Well, if I had opened it, it would have been game over. I couldn't have returned it. Once the cellophane is off, you can't do that, right? But but I thought I was never going to get rid of this game. I was going to have this game forever. I was going to play it forever. I was definitely going to love it. It's got Keanu Reeves. 
Right. Ray tracing, neon, the whole the whole thing. This is like a game made for you until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. And until uh it it's fine. I'm I'm still excited for it. When they fix it, when they release the next gen patch, when I can play it as it's meant to be played. Agree. Then yeah. I'm gonna play it. I might stick it on my PC over the holidays. It depends. Just, it depends on other stuff I want to play. I more. hope the story isn't written in stone about this by the time that comes, because it could be next fall. It It's The Witcher they spent a long time with. Yeah. Witcher 3. They spent a long time with The Witcher 3. It was fine at release. I played it at release. It is a much better game now. Yeah. Um, after multiple patches and con- different control methods and tweaks and... It's a much better game now, but it's a much better game years later. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would recommend The Witcher 3 now. Would I have recommended it at launch? I don't know that I could have. And even with the people that have the new 30 series cards, like they're not getting 4K60 and cars are still flying in the air and things. I saw somebody uh, sent me a video today. They tried to jump through a window and it shot them like 4,000 feet yeah. backwards. The actual like <laughs> bugs are still there, even if you have a beefy card to throw at the yeah. frames. Yeah, it's still it, a mess. It, and turning on RTX tanks the frames yep. for everybody and yep. that's even industry. with dls um at one point i had this game run at 100 frames a second and then i turned on ray tracing dls and dropped all the way down to like it, 40 yeah it'll dump 100 <laughs> percent. like you can throw power at it to get the frames back out but apparently no one can run this thing at max settings with rtx on now you're a pc person and since game tech got canceled let me the riff for you a little game tech stuff because i i'm not a pc gamer i had somebody ask me today he's like well did you jump through your logs and i was like i'm not doing that it's a lot of work <laughs> that's why i, I hate, don't, that's why I do don't buy work. games here um so i was playing it just in 1080 with mm-hmm. ultra settings and ray mm-hmm. tracing mm-hmm. on my 15 inch screen on the laptop it looked awesome for the three hours that it ran i was like sure. this looks great <laughs> like yeah. how does this look so good at 1080 when the whole world keeps talking about 4k because it looked fantastic it looked really sharp i took some pictures i mean it was yeah. really nice I do not have a 4K ultra wide monitor. My ultra wide runs at 1440, I think. Um, I'd have to double check. But I don't push 4K from my PC. I can. I don't. I can't push RTX either. I don't have an RTX card. So that absolves me of that problem, which is great. So the 1080 Ti that I have can push this game probably at, onto my ultra wide beautifully. I bet you I still get up above 60 frames and it'd be lovely. Nice. Um, but do I want to comb through a bunch of error logs? I don't know. Yeah. Do I want to tweak 4,000 settings? Because there are a lot. I have to decide. I think I let that person decision. down. He was like, did you get any error logs? He started sending me file paths and stuff. And I was like, this is where I quit. Yeah. See, instead of doing this, I'd rather go play a different Xbox game. <laughs> That's kind of where I land most of the time. Even on PC, I don't have as much patience to tweak because I don't have as much time. Like, mm-hmm. if it works, it works. And it's awesome. Like, I played uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey on PC. And it was great. I played an ultra-wide and it ran without me having to mess with it, right? Yeah. yeah. If I have to, if I have to turn every dial for four hours, I could just be playing something else for four and hours. And that's the thing, just to get it good, not like great, good. Right. I thought you're supposed right. to turn I all mean, the dials and everything to like look what it can really do, not for it to be like, see, I got thirty frames. That's it. You spent an nice. hour and a half. Look, I got it to be stable in three hours. Like, that's the kind of stuff I don't have patience for. I'll tweak the dials to make it run a little better here and there as I'm going through it or every time I boot it. But if I have to, if I have to spend three hours just getting the game to like stabilize, mm-hmm. no, I won't do it. I won't My do biggest it. issue with, um, with the Epic guys when they were like, you have to, un, you know, like start a new save, I was like, but how can you like assure me this is not going to happen again? It's yeah, another three can. hours down the drain. 
It's such a bummer. Like that you should even have to be in that position in th- with this game. That sucks. The it game sucks. the GameStop uh, leak also said that the next patch is on the 21st of December? Yeah, there's like a ne- so like the big patch next week. They've hot fixed it once. Yep. And I've tried and I went back to it on Xbox. It's still Look, I'm I'm not I know Eric's in the chat and he's liking and all that. And I'm not trying to take anybody's joy. If you like it, it's fine. To I me, agree. it's still blurry. It's still a little muddy for the resolution. Like there's a part of me that wants to tell people our expectations should be higher. There's a reason why you bought a box that was $500 and it was next gen performance. And the CPU and the GPU that the series X has in it can run this game at those settings. No problem. It just takes the Witcher that takes CD project red optimizing the game for that machine. And they have it. Um, And well, they haven't optimized it for anything because it doesn't sound like exactly. it's great on PC. And either. I was going to say, it in the like last gen version of the game, should at least run 1080p 60. At oh, least. Lord. That should or be the, lock, without ray tracing? Or easy. a locked 30. Give me a locked 30 because you're not even given that. They're <sighs> yeah, given you're not even given that. Frames. Get, if you can lock at 30, fine. Fine. Yeah. It's great. Is it great? No. Will it suffice? But we should expect great. We shouldn't expect great out of a base level PS4 at this point. No, 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 no. That's right. Okay. You're lucky that you have it like that. You're yes. lucky that you have it. I get it. Now okay. they're also, I don't want to, mm, I don't want to drag this out as a long thing, but there've been a lot of people on Twitter going, see, this is why you can't have cross chain games. See this held, this held this version of the game back. It didn't. CD project like- red held the version of this game back. It's never were- been a matter of making the game scale. That's not the issue. It's the time that it takes to invest into it to make the game scale. Now, if you want to say they need to not invest that time and put it towards the newer box, that's totally fine. But that doesn't mean that it can't happen. Doom Eternal is running great on Switch. It can totally happen. It can happen. You have to sacrifice some things to an Elder God, but it'll be fine. It's just a matter of investment. (laughs) What do you want to invest? A liver? Two kidneys? It'll be fine. Uh, (laughs) Panic button is actually making deals with the devil. They're different. They, they need to. They needed to delay the game. That's and I love yes. that. I love that people went. This is why cross gen is is bad. It's like why are you not holding CD Projekt Red accountable for this? It's not the cross gen. It's them. Yeah, I agree. I this was their boo boo because it's not even running well for a lot of people on PC. Let's be serious here. Like it's it's, it's got issues. It's it's across the board, and they didn't. And they were deceitful about the issues. That's worse. Like, mm. it's worse that they tried to hide it and then blame someone else and not let Microsoft and Sony know. Like, it went through cert, but people need to understand when it goes through cert, that doesn't mean it's good. That means it won't brick your system. Well, That's j- all that cert means. Jeff's thing said that they didn't do full cert. and They, they did the, a partial. Right. And that, that epilepsy trigger thing might, like, could possibly legally force PlayStation to support some sort of refund policy. And he was I like, I wonder how upset Sony is at these people right now. Yeah, like there have been some articles that are written about how big games go through CERT versus how like because indies have gotten hammered on on performance through CERT. But uh, AAA games don't ever like there is a sort of dichotomy there and there's different rules for different players. So that's a whole other conversation. Dude, this is a mess. It's a mess. And it's a mess. This is a, not what we wanted. No, I've been so excited for so long. I've been talking about this game for two years. Like, I was all in, and I'm not the Witcher guy. 
I'm not one of these CD project faithfuls. Like the Witcher didn't do it for me, but this one, I was like, this is going to do it. It's a shooter. It's got guns. It's first person. I was like, it's Far Cry. Big open. I thought it was going to be awesome. And I, maybe it is the, again, it it will be the people that reviewed it. They love it. I just haven't got a chance to see it. (laughs) I, I think that. I'm curious now. This becomes my new curiosity. How long does it take them to fix it? How to far it do they actually get it fixed? How far on existing hardware do they get it fixed? What? How long does it take them to optimize for new hardware? How long does it take them to dig themselves from the twelve foot hole they're in? Right and we've now? seen I'm great curious. redemption stories. That's been like a trend this entire generation. We've sure. seen you know one after the other, but this CD is- Projekt Red shouldn't be redeeming themselves. They had eight million pre-orders. They are playing with house money. This was this was melted wings of wax fall from grace. This like, was this shareholder was, driven, is what this was. This well, was, this was we have to ship money. it. Yes, this is about money. They didn't have I mean, to ship it. They weren't getting pressure from Microsoft or Sony to ship it. That was internal pressure. They did that to themselves. Um, I I'm really curious to see what how slowly or quickly they dig themselves out of this hole and how many fascinating stories come out of it because it's a mess we'll and it's disappointing. Yeah, we will see. All right, let's talk about something positive. Yeah. Let's talk about the Video Game Awards because it was kind of lit for three hours. <laughs> so I enjoyed this show. I had fun. Remember Greenberg told everybody to calm themselves and lower yeah. their expectations? I wonder yeah. if he's going to pay for that in the future the next time he says it and people are like, oh, yeah, well, the last time you said <laughs> Last time you said that it was a complete night. Well, well, so they, they announced Perfect Dark. Yeah, they did. They, they announced Perfect Dark. It looked um, freaking awesome, didn't it? They showed nothing. But so it looks, it looks conceptually, great. it looked awesome. Yes, yes, I'm here. For In that. the world of conceptual trailers, that was an awesome one. It was a good trailer. Yeah, it was a great reveal. It was a good pan through. It had good vibes. It had good music. Joanna at the end, get yeah, the little high moment. I do that. It's good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'm stoked. I'm curious when it's set. Like how far into the? I don't know. They said I said near future. Okay. So right. it's like. Sure. Sure. 2085 or something. Sure. Yeah. After we'll f- neon. Yeah, post we'll neon future. Uh, <laughs> it's just like post cars flying through the air future. Um, there was, okay. So Perfect Dark was in N64. There was Perfect Dark Zero on the 360. So this is the, this. there hasn't been another Perfect Dark game since, they right? They remade, they remastered the original on 360 yes. back in 2010. This For is the first new Perfect Dark game. Since Perfect Dark Zero launched on 360. Or launched thus for 360. It was a launch game. It launched. Yeah, it was a launch game because I bought it with my 360. Of course you did. And uh, folks, you can play the game on Game Pass, Rare Replay. You can play Perfect Dark Zero if you want. I played it. We made it very far into the show before we mentioned Game Pass. Game Pass podcast. Very very proud of us. Um, I'm excited about that game. It's probably years away. We're probably talking 2023, but it's exciting. I would agree with you. Except the initiative has been... A thing for a while. We've been waiting on it for a couple years. Now, that doesn't mean the whole yes. team has been together. I agree. I think this game is in pre-pro. So, yes. 2023. I think with... 2022 if, with, at the earliest. 2023 if we, possibly. If we hadn't had 2020 as a COVID year, I'd yeah. say I agree with 2022. I, agree with I think 2023 because that's just the situation yep. we're in here. There's no choice. Um, there's been a... There, there was a developer interview. It's very good. Uh, they got dumped right after and it's very cool um, with the initiative studio head uh, he had like 10 years with Crystal Dynamics right yep uh, Daryl Ga- Gallagher rebooted very, Tomb Raider yep and well dude those were great games be um, excited like and when you see that yeah. conceptual trailer 
mm-hmm. you see the legacy where these people come from, the studio head and the developer head. And you know that they've brought on writers from Naughty Dog and all these other, like, they have a, a an Avengers team of talent that yeah. the initiative is acquiring over there. Like, be excited. This I is going excited. to be a good video game. May not be I'm the not- best video game, may not be a 10 out of 10, but you have, I have no qualms that this is going to be a very good quality AAA video game. Yeah, I'm pumped and I'm not a perfect Dark fan. But I'm excited. Oh, and I like, Yeah, I know you. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> Very excited to see uh, Perfect Dark come back. I am not... Yes. I am one of the few Nintendo fans that like that Microsoft has Rare. And I wish mm-hmm. they do more with those IPs. And I don't care that they're not with Nintendo anymore. I don't wax nostalgic about retro in 1997. It's like, it's a new world. But yeah. I, for the longest time, I've been predicting that they would do something with Yuka... Or banjo, or yes. like 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 Yuka banjo, or Perfect Dark. It's just like they're short an IP. It makes more sense to bring one back, and I think these are the right folks to do it. I think they've got the chops. Okay. They did say it was going to be an FPS, which I'm. I would have been opposed if it was an action like an uh, an over the shoulder or third, third person, person shooter. But I'm I'm happy that they're keeping it Perfect Dark. Yeah, and, I uh, think you kind of have to. I feel like it would be disingenuous to do to make it would it a be third different. Person. But I, I'm I, just I'm kind of tired of the third person action shooter. Fair. I could go for a first person. And now shooter. a lot of people say that Xbox has too many shooters. And that's why I was thinking maybe that they would kind of differentiate. But uh, I love it. And I'm I'm so excited. And I mean, I'm emergency manager. All the disaster, post-apocalyptic climate stuff. I'm like yeah. here for it. Absolutely. Let's all go, of it. Boys. Hurricanes, <laughs> windstorms, mudslides. I want to yep. do all of it. Sounds amazing. Let's shoot through all of it. Yeah. I'm shoot a fan stuff. of that. I want to shoot stuff. I want to shoot stuff with her. I also love her as a character. Joanna's great. Like, she's rad. Come on. Kick-ass female characters. Put her in Smash. Sure. sure. Better than the doofus we just put in. We're not doing this today. Way better than Sofa, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Let's let's talk about let's let's talk about better crossovers. They stuck the Master Chief armor into Fortnite. Hell yeah, they did. Uh, they also put Blood Gulch in creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids have no idea who Master Chief is, but they didn't care because mom he looks pretty cool, almost as cool as the Doom guy. Really? My son, uh, yeah, my my son thinks his armor is wow, cool. Jack, so. ecstatic! I bought it right away. He's playing all night long. He's That's so awesome. through the moon. He started playing Halo Wars today. He wants Ooh. the Halo pop. He's dying for the Halo Pop. He's like losing his mind. He wants one so bad. That's so. fun. That's so fun that he's like into it. Hey, kid, Game Pass. Here, have every Halo game. Play People are really, um, what I was going to say on Nintendo Shack, there's probably a lot of people that have elapsed on Xbox since 2005 that are really excited to play as Master Chief and Fortnite. And that'll probably alleviate their need for like a Halo game. Sure. Like, there's a lot of Maybe? people that just yeah. play Fortnite. And I can imagine just how excited they are for just this promotion. And that's great marketing. This was uh, a very smart decision. Yeah. Like Epic makes some very smart decisions. They're not always, they don't always feel good, but they make smart ones. Just upset that Halo wasn't here or Infinite wasn't here to go with it. I did not think they were ready to show. In fact, they said they weren't going to show it. No, no. I'm I'm saying that it originally got delayed because that that would have been the cherry on top is we have Infinite. We're playing Battle Royale. It's crazy. Everybody's excited. And Here. Master Chief just hit Fortnite. Like that would have been the wave that they were looking to build. I bet you they inked this deal yeah. for Master Chief and Fortnite when they still thought that was a possibility. Th- yep. These types of business deals move at the speed of molasses in the winter. They inked this thing like nine months ago mm-hmm. and it's just been sitting. And they're like, cool. Just like Nerf, just like Monster, just like all the things. It yeah. was inked. People like are like, oh, no, there's no way. I'm like, I don't think you understand how slowly business moves because <laughs> 
lawyers be slow. That's just the way that it works. So, all right. There's lots of good stuff. Actually, uh, other stuff that crossed over, they stuck a cyberpunk car in Forza. Yeah. And it looks better in Forza. <laughs> it looks way people are like, look at the I'm pavement sorry. in Forza. I couldn't. It's so good. That game is sexy. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that's a sexy video game. Um, play that video game instead. They're putting flight sim on console in summer of 2021. My husband was jazzed. He's like, that looks ridiculous. That's running on that. It does Xbox. look good. It looks good. I, I, I crashed the planes. I'm not a good pilot. I do not want to play this game. It is so involved and so hard. And I tried. I so played hard. it on my PC. Playing it with a controller is strange and weird. I mm-hmm. flew like into Atlanta. I landed. I, un- I uninstalled the game. I cannot wait, tell wait, you wait, that wait, I'm wait. excited, but. You didn't have an authentic flight sim experience if you landed and oh. didn't burst no, into I did planes. Land. It wasn't. I said everything oh. to easy. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, you had Which was to still difficult. I had so many button combos. I was like, hold the trigger and down and hit A to extend the flaps and lower the gear. I was like, this is hard. Who wants to do this? We don't give pilots enough freaking credit. No. Because, like, their jobs are hard. Everyone's like, ah, the autopilot. I'm like, They do no. it like half asleep and half drunk. They're very, yeah, no, not all of them. Uh, they're also always very calm, even when things are probably going wrong. That's true. Look, pilots are ballers, okay? Flying into like storm and stuff. Hey, we're going to have a little shake we're here, guys. We're going to have a little bumping. They turn off the air and they're like, Jim, this is going to get wild. Let's get those five point If we had like on. a camera in the cockpit, we see them like <laughs> strapping in their seatbelt. They're like, stretching. <laughs> oh, okay. They got a stress ball. In wiping their brow. <laughs> sweat pouring off of them. Uh, we don't give pilots enough credit. I know this because I'm terrible at flight sim, and I'm I have assists in flight sim. They they showed a trailer during this thing for Arc Two with Vin Diesel's face <laughs> in it that made me need to lay down, bro. <laughs> um, have you played Arc? No, it's not for me. Yeah, I'm the same no, way. I've got me. no. This is a console exclusive. Yeah, and it's also coming to PC, correct? Yeah, yeah. Now, is it a timed console exclusive? I imagine or? that it is, but they were real big to say it's a console exclusive, yeah. series consoles only. Okay. I'm I, not going to play it's, it. It's, it was really weird to see Vin Diesel's face in this game. It I was, was like, wait, strange. It was more upsetting to me that they didn't bring drunk Vin Diesel up. To and I like Vin Diesel. Me too. I love Vin but Diesel. But it was weird nerd. seeing him in like a loincloth Tarzan. Don't like it. I was like, what's happening? If he's not in the Fast and the Furious, I'm confused. Why didn't you just make like a, you know, like a pitch black movie or Fast and Furious movie? Why, why this? Don't get me started about how we need more pitch black games. Now <laughs> I know that. that apparently, I I just I look at Ark and I go that seems hard. It's like a real heavy survival sim, right? Yes. Where you gotta yes, like yes. eat and drink and survive and like too fight much. all the animals. Like, no thanks. Too much free lane. That's too much for me too. I'll too stick with grounded. Lane. Sorry. Okay, that's yeah, that seems more your speed. <laughs> Wait, we're both idiots. We're both like, that's hard. That's Flight hard. seems hard. That looks like work. Work is hard. That looks like work. Let me shoot things. Like, yeah, can I shoot stuff? Oh no, but God. you can you can build your own spear. I'm good. Thanks. No, I'm that sounds hard. I'm a meathead. That's what I've become. <laughs> Where's I've the become machine games when you need one? Where are you guys at? <laughs> Lots of machine guns. All of them. Yeah, just give me this first-person shooter and turn my meathead uh, ass loose on that. That's me. All right, they showed Dragon Age in some in a trailer. They showed a Mass Effect trailer. It's still happening, guys. Did you like that? Did that make you happy? The Mass Effect trailer made me happy. I feel like it's pandering. Um, yeah, sure, it is pandering. But also, if you're going to do the thing after what they released with Andromeda, you sure. have to pander. With, but it was hilarious because the they were like, we're still making Mass Effect. I was like, like there was any doubt that you weren't. Duh. We Wait, all know that. 
I legitimately really do think they, I thought they killed it. And I didn't hate Andromeda. We know they're remastering it. Yeah, but that's where I thought it stopped. No. Mass Effect is a huge franchise. Hey, you, Andromeda put the Oh, I know it did. Emotions. Like, I have the distinction of having predicted that. There was, sure. There was a whole PSVG day where I said something. I think I said I was like, all of y'all that lose your minds over Andromeda, I was like, Horizon's going to outsell Andromeda. And people gave it to me. They were the like, worst. Donna, you're, this is ridiculous. <laughs> the worst thing about that for me, and I'm a pretty huge Mass Effect fan. I'll say this. I'll say I really love the trilogy. And Liara is probably my favorite of the characters so the pandering worked yeah like i got hey, i got i'm not up. hating it that's I felt things like that's that video game feel. marketing right it's, it was genius you that's what you do that's what we do we get excited for trailers we let our minds fill with expectations and the game eventually sure. releases we're all let down and we get upset look <laughs> nah, well not all of us the I mean, cycle of video games <laughs> sometimes <laughs> cycle of games <laughs> hey my I hype got, emoji is for me seeing metroid five years ago or whatever Don't talk to me. i can't <laughs> There's an art print of Samus on my wall. I can't, we can't do this. I can't cry today. Uh, that trailer played. I got choked up. My husband told me I was adorable. And that's oh, how they that's really yeah, he's good. like, he's like, it's really cute that you get so invested. I'm like, well, because that is a trilogy for me that held so much weight. Like I, I played it at the right time. It had the right emotional response. Look, it was perfect. That's and then good. I played Andromeda and I didn't hate playing Andromeda. I hated the way it was written. <laughs> it was fun to play. I've heard it that was, from a few people. The action in that game is among the best. I really liked it. I loved the movement and it bumped me out. So like, yeah, I want it. Re- I want, I'm really excited about the remaster. I'm very excited for them to take back what they had, if they can, with that, with that trilogy. Try to restore its glory. Yeah, bring me back. I am not a, as big a fan. I played the older versions on Back and Pat on Xbox One because I never got into them when they released. I played fair. 10 hours of one. I played 10 hours of two. Not my speed, so I could just quit playing them. Um, I don't think they're bad, just not what I get into. Um, That said, I'm excited for all you Mass Effect fans. I hope they pull it off for you. Me Um, too. I did talk to Jeff Grubb about this quite a bit because there were a lot of people upset when Casey and the other guy left. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, Jeff was very optimistic. He's like, I understand why people are saying that because that's all they know is they know these two people because they've been out in front of the game for so long. But apparently like that Austin studio or something's taken over. Yeah. It's got real chops and people there. He's like, people need to be more agree optimistic and hopeful for this than they currently are. I agree. I hope they, I hope they prove people wrong. He's like, cause those people there are really good. I want to see people. I want to see people let go of this idea that if one or two people leave a studio, it's Hmm. over. Because I don't think that it's always the the case. This is the backfiring part when you attach the marketing of a game to the developer. Like people, they want you to endear. They want to endear the developer to you so that you support them. But that backfires when they leave. And then you think, oh, it's got to be bad. And then you set a negative expectation. I think unlike there's 600 other people there that are making that game. And there are amazing writers. Do you think that all the writing leveled on their shoulders? No. Let them have, let these people show you what they can do. Yep. And I, so I am, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think that they have, they have the, um, they want to show you that Andromeda could have been more. They yeah. want to bring it back. And I think they have like a stake in the game. We screwed it up last time, not this time. Do we play well. Perfect Dark before the next Mass Effect? Yes. Because that was my other thing. When they yes, dropped yes. that trailer, the pandering trailer, I was like, you're going to play Mass Effect in 2027. It's going to be a no, while. No, 2024. I would say we play Perfect Dark first. We play Dragon Age next. Then we play Mass Effect. 
Yeah, Dragon, and that's why I'm thinking it's gonna be a while. Dragon Age is closer. So I was thinking Dragon Age 23, 24. I don't. I'm interested to see what they do with that. I would have thought 2022, but like I I hope so. I think I hope so, but they could do a back to back. It's a big game. It's a and Mass Effect is too. I'm hoping that they're leveraging some of this technology. Yeah, like if you're thinking both of those games at minimum are four year dev cycles, but they're two different studios. Yeah. At the same time, I think they wanted to show this Mass Effect trailer. At a moment when people needed impact and people needed a good vibes, they could have held this for another year, though. Twenty twenty four for Mass Effect, if I had to guess. I don't know anything about game dev, though. Okay. I just live here. Uh, I'm excited that they announced that Scarlet Nexus is coming out this summer and showed a baller ass trailer. Let's go. Heck yeah. Let's. We also got the Evil Dead game, which I'm excited. Oh, about. let's talk about that. Is that going to be fun? I hope so. It's think? from the developers that made World War Z. It's published by oh. Saber Interactive. World War Z is great. More they do right. awesome co-op shooters, and that's what this looks like. And it looks like you're going to be able to play, I think, both sides. Um, yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, so I'm only going to play this co-op with Josh. I'll play it probably one night. will be the campaign and be done with it, just like I did World War Z. Sure. And I was totally fine with it. I thought it was a great game. Um, so I'm excited. Evil Dead, my favorite horror movie. Is it? Not my favorite franchise, but like if you have to- One movie. There's a quintessential, it's, oh, this is the fan of me. I have a very hard time deciphering between these adjectives. There's best, right? There's favorite. And then there's quintessential. I believe the quintessential horror movie is The Evil Dead. What's your favorite horror movie? I'm willing to go off the rails. Okay. Oh, that's a really good choice. I love Midsummer. Uh, Okay. No, these are good answers. I actually, boy, um. I really like Evil Dead. It's not my quintessential horror movie, but Do I also seen don't the have a remake. That's a good question. Because I think the remake, and I said this on Decade of Horror, and I stand by it. So if you guys don't, if you hate this opinion, let me hear it. Oh, boy. I think the remake's better than the original. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm a, I'm That's like the heresy, both. right? You're like, someone's what? Gonna, someone's going to send us nasty grams. The remake is so good. What it does is it's so true to the original, but it adds like that extra punch that the original deserved like the production, the effects, everything is professional and polished. And I understand mm-hmm. that we love the evil dead because it was amateur and all that. And, and I do, but giving it what it didn't have just jolts the horror up to a new level. And it really just kind of gives it that crunch that I think it deserved. I love it. I love that's the, an the new one. That's a spicy take. I think I love I the think new people one. Would if agree you haven't watched it, a... watch it. I, I don't I've, think I've watched the remake. I let my wife watch it like a couple years <laughs> um, ago. She knows how much I love it. And she's like, it's so gory. Yeah, I tr- I struggle. I will admit, I'm going to admit to you, I struggle with gory horror, like super gory horror. It's There's not a line. It's not bad. It's not Saul okay. bad. It's not hostile bad. Okay, then we're good. If it's hostile is my cutoff. I can. It's Nightmare do- on Elm Street bad. Oh, that's fine. It's not I too bad. No, but to fine. her, that's way too far. <laughs> so with this game, what would it have to do wrong to actually not meet some expectations? Be broken. You have a kind of, yeah, you have a campy expectation. Yeah, be broken have- if it didn't okay. work. Um, if the writing was cheesy, but you know. The writing's uh, going to be Bruce cheesy, Campbell. Right? Well, I mean, if it wasn't like good cheesy. Okay. Bruce Campbell's involved though. So you got to, hopefully it's mm-hmm. more than just, you know, an interview. Hopefully he's actually involved. I think it is. It looks like it was being done with some heart to it. I hope. I hope it looks I silly. Hope. I'm into, I'm into it. But like I, they did that, um, twin stick shooter for zombie land. And I was really excited yes. about it. And it's awful. Yep. That's why I'm asking the question. So that would be like, like, if it's that I'm going to be really upset, but if it's okay. good, I, I may love it. All right. I mean, that's I I love little surprises like that during these things, like those little games that pop out and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that'll be on Game Pass. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, it probably will be on Game Pass. Speaking of Game Pass, uh, they dropped the we're putting Skyrim on Game Pass mm-hmm. during the VGAs. It is live as of when we're recording. Good prediction tomorrow, on your part. The 17th. <laughs> I got Scarlet Nexus and Game pa- and the Game Pass Skyrim uh, mm-hmm. in, in two. I feel good about that. There's a crap load of stuff coming to Game Pass. I believe it's the 17th. So if you're listening to this, not live. Right. Uh, live Listen now. to on podcast feeds. Out now. So like my friend, pra- my friend Pedro, which is love it. Thing. Uh, Skyrim is excellent. It's mm-hmm. the game of the whatever. Special edition? It's the ultra version. With crossplay, right? Or cross progression? I forget how this works. I think that's a thing. But it's all the DLC. Yeah. And there's some good stuff in those DLC packs. My and mods. On, it's, uh, yeah, that's right. You can do yeah. this is bananas. Bananas. Uh, the, what my friend used to call the sad, sexy vampire game, Code Vein, mm-hmm. is on is on here. Um, Wilmont's Warehouse, which is a game I've been meaning to check out, kind of a puzzly game. Monster Train, deck builder. Great deck builder. Man of Madon, if you don't want to pay for it. it's. I hated that game. I know you hated it. I, <laughs> I didn't hate it as much as Don. I haven't played I Little Hope. I still have hope. I want to play Little Hope, but I, I did not that. like Man of Madon. It. But I had until dawn expectations, and it is well, not that. And you're you. This is budget until dawn. This yeah. is C rating until dawn. Um, if it that. was. It was a bummer. Now if you yo, love until dawn. Man of Medan is like the Sharknado version. <laughs> just walk into Man of Medan expecting it to not be as nuanced as until dawn. Kind of buggy. It's kinda, it wasn't kinda for me. Janky. But it's it's not as nuanced. But it did scare the crap out of me at two a.m. multiple times. Mm. So. I mean, it was 2 a.m. I was a little tired. Nice. Uh, Among Us is now out on Game Pass. For PC. Is is it PC? It's PC only because it's not on consoles yet. It hit Switch, but nowhere else. It hit Switch as of yesterday. Right. Um, Which is weird because I had somebody who was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I'm going to download Among Us. And I was like, but isn't it free to play on? It's free to play on PC anyway. You just download it. No, you can. I went to the website. I thought, oh, if you want to get it through Steam, it's five bucks. Is it? Yeah. You go to the Among Us website and download Among Us for free. <laughs> Are you sure it's on PC, like a PC client, yeah. not the mobile client? Because the mobile client is free, I think. It's PC? Dude, I don't know. Like Look, you download the game, the game. The game is cheap. Yeah, it's so, five bucks. I bought it I bought it for Jack and Victoria. I'm going to get it on Switch. We gave them $10. Yeah, yep. they both okay. want yeah, to play on Switch. Now, Same. here's the thing about the Switch thing, which I'll say on Shaq again, but for anybody that wants to know how this might translate to console, you know when you got to go to the table and swipe the thing for the meeting? Yeah. Like on your phone, you have the swipe command. Yeah, no. I thought that would just be a button. It's not. You have Mm-mm. to do like a gesture with the stick. Yeah, it's weird. That's weird. It's weird. And on the Switch, they could have used the touch like, Just press X or something. What are you doing? Why? Because everything has to be hard. Why does everything has to be, have to be hard? Yes. Maybe they had the button reserved for something else. And it look, it's a four-person dev team. Give them a break. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Give them a break. <laughs> you know. Uh, bigger news. They are putting the Yakuza collection, the remastered collection, onto Game Pass. That's Yakuza's three, four, and five uh, in January, I believe, the 28th, yeah. end, of the, end of the month. Yo, those games are remastered are very good. And if you like some weird Japanese I will stuff. try them. I tried one Yakuza game on PlayStation 4 and was not digging it, but I will try them again. You might like... Ugh, I want to play the new one. The new one seven. is the one I want to play the most. That one's a turn-based RPG. The Persona one, yeah. Like, that one's yeah. the one I think has got me more interested because that was... I don't remember which one I played. I want to think it was the Song of Life, I want to say, but Six. I didn't like the controls. I was fighting somebody in, like, a an alley. I was like, They're this brawl- is weird. It's janky. It yeah, is. Yeah, it's not, janky. It's... it's I liked I like this series a lot. 
I like it because it's weird in Japanese and and like the characters are interesting and the world right. is interesting. They, they, I could do without the combat. I'm actually that more weirdness excited. is why it's I want to play the new one. Yeah, yeah but because that sounds like a pseudo game. Like it is. Dude, there's a summon stuff, for man. for fried chicken from the sky. I you need dude, let's go. I want to play. Go. I'm gonna get it. I'm I waiting for a budget in, but I'm I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna try it. Uh, Yakuza Six Song of Life is also coming to Game Pass on March 26. I'm glad to see them following through. I wonder how much money they had to pay to get this. From Sega? You just know that they are trying so hard to find something to appease to that market. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. In America, this isn't as big of a deal as it is in Japan. But in Japan, everybody already has their PlayStations and they already own these This is what they're going for. This is for Game Pass. It's for Android, for streaming. Like That's what what this is. And you know they had to pay a handsome. Probably. Yeah. I don't know how well they can't get Persona. So no. This is like the only thing they can get. And they're not getting them like on release. They're getting them so much late. You know, like, so I feel like this is an investment of the future. Yeah. 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 Let's see. I'm curious to see if they add seven in a year. I think they yeah. will. And I, I think that's a great idea. They also paid to keep seven next gen exclusive mm-hmm. to the Xbox Until for March, a right? of months. Yeah, March or something like that. Yeah. And that's an interesting call as well. That so, might be when it comes to Game Pass. It might come sooner than you think. That would be great. Oh, it's out on PlayStation. Or oh, play it on Game Pass. That's a, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's kind of what I'm waiting on. It's like I don't want to I don't want to buy it because I've played it before and it wasn't my jam. But sure. I want to play it because I've heard so many awesome things and it sounds fun. So I'm I'm kind of waiting on Game Pass. I, if they're gonna put all through six on Game Pass, you're gonna get seven. Game Pass or like a really cheap sale. You know, if I can get it for like I, twenty bucks, I'll probably pop okay. it. Give it four more months. Yeah. There's no way. It's already been down to forty. I've seen it as low as thirty-five or forty already. So so yeah. Okay. We do have some negative Game Pass news. I say okay, okay. because I'm not used to having sad Game Pass news. Yeah, this so is EA, weird. EA Play is integrated into Game Pass on console right now. Mm-hmm. So if you own Game Pass for your Xbox or you own Ultimate on the Xbox, the EA Play stuff is on there. It was supposed to come to PC Game Pass this week. At the eleventh hour, they delay it till twenty twenty one. Like the day it was supposed to launch. Yeah, and they right tweeted before. about it like hours before. They're like, get ready, y'all. Yeah. And, like, it just had to hit a snag. Something had to. Something's broken. Something either broke or like a game that they didn't. Maybe they didn't have like the explicit license to be on PC. But something had to happen that moment that was like, we've got to delay it. Because they mm-hmm. tweeted about it that day. And then the, the day before, like, it was so strange. It was all this marketing. It was like, EA, 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 EA. Sorry, it's delayed. It's Sorry, like, no. What's happening? I wish it they would have explained that. They didn't explain it at all. No, they didn't say what happened. They didn't give. Did they give a date at this point? They or just is said twenty twenty one, early twenty. It's going to be in January. I I would be fascinated to know what the snag was. It's got to be some sort of licensing or. I legal think it's a licensing thing. I mean, yeah, a lot of people yeah. are like, it's a technical issue. It's like I don't think that's at all. Game Pass nah. works. It's totally a technical issue, and I know because we have heavy NHL fans that you know, like the NHL games are not on EA Play on PC. For whatever yeah. reason, there's no PC I, versions of those games. I'm wondering if there's something to do with something like that. Maybe. You know. It like was I, just weird. Like, the whole timing of it was There's so got to be a game. And you got to remember, um, a lot, at least on console, all the EA stuff is all back combat stuff, too. So, there's games in there 10, 15 years old. Yep. 
that could also be a licensing thing on a certain platform or something with another provider. There could be something there somewhere along the way. You would think they would have sorted all this out with Origin and then they put their games on Steam and they've worked this or stuff out. Potentially, them, but, you know. maybe there was an issue, but I think I don't, I can't imagine that they would have been promoting the day of the delay if they had an issue like that. Maybe I I would love to know. I don't think we ever will. This no, is one of those ones. I think it'll just launch and they'll be like, it's here and it will it really come again. And yeah. And I'm only guessing it's my only guess, but I feel like it's a educated guess. Probably legal somewhere got word of something and was like, we don't have the rights to do this one thing. They walked you know. into an old room and they're like, well, the drawer's empty where I would have kept those yeah. contracts. So delay it. till." So I you either it. pull the game or the series of games or you figure it out and then you publish it later. It could it could be both. Yep. For all we know, it could be a technical issue integrating stuff with Origin where people have mm-hmm. whatever. Or there could be a million reasons, and we will never know. Could have been a thing with a certain <laughs> operating system or something. It's another thing. Or a card that didn't play. Maybe it wasn't it was working with Windows Seven or something. I don't. Oh ew, no! PCs Set it on fire. weird. Set it on fire. So yeah, that's. I mean, that's your only negative Game Pass news. Game Pass is good. Yep. That's buy it. a console. <laughs> that's the podcast. Buy. Stop it. Stop that. Don't, I bought a PC. I've got two of them. I would like a uh, I've got two RTX cards. Buy a console. Would, Buy a console. Play on console. You refuse to have the, the PC experience where you start a game over. Oh, I had the PC experience. <laughs> no, this is why I hate it. <laughs> it's exactly. It was exactly my thought. I, I kid you not. I was like, this is why I hate this. This is why I never want to do this again. <laughs> I can literally hear you grumbling like the bandits in Home Alone under your breath. Yeah. Like, I can ex- hear the Mars and Harry. I can hear it. Yeah, because they were like, hey, just start a new save. And I'm like, it's going to crash in three more hours. They're like, you don't know that. I'm like, you don't know that. What are you talking about? You want the truth? You can't have it. I have zero faith in this game and you right now. Zero. And you're telling me to try again? What the hell's wrong with you? Excuse me, that's the Give me my $60 back. Never. That's exactly right. Also to quote Homer. That's exactly, that was exactly my thoughts. I was like, oh God, this is why I hate PC gaming. Yeah, it loves you too. Don't worry. That's, it's tough love. That's how it shows its affection. Jesus. (laughs) It chews you up and spits Masochistic. All right, let's talk about the video games we're playing because we have some time to talk about them. I think that was it for the VGAs, right? Yeah, I think so. Big bangers. Like it wasn't, it wasn't nuts. It was happy inducing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that I was good. good. I didn't watch it, but yeah. I, I the, the announcements were good. I did, and then my children talked me into letting them stay up half an hour later to watch the end of it. Damn, kids are so smart. They're very smart. The kids. It's on. It's a real problem. All right. Did you play? Okay, so that Gears Five Hive Busters thing came out. It's awesome. And you've been playing that thing. Oh, it's yes? done. Beat it. All right. It's pretty short, I and mean, you probably beat it in three or four hours. I played it last okay. night with Sean. Jumped on about 10, 10, 30-ish, 11, I think, by the time we started, and we finished around 2.30 in the morning. That's not bad. No, we played the whole thing together. Um, I loved it. I had a blast. It, But I love Gears, right? So like, I was just going to say, you love Gears. Right, you have to play a co-op. You right can play it. there off the side of my face. <laughs> I have one of the controllers somewhere nearby. Gears um, is probably my favorite franchise on Xbox stuff. I mean, I would probably say I love Fable more, but I've definitely played more Gears for sure. I own more there's gear stuff. More gears. Right. There's been more oh. gears. So um, I love gears and this was really good. All right. So Hive Busters, DLC, single player expansion. You can play co-op story based expansion, I guess. is. Can you play player. it single though? Do you have yeah. to play, no, you play it by yourself? Okay, okay. Cool thing when you play single is, all right. So you, there's these three characters. There's Keegan, uh, Leonie and Mac. These are the same three characters that are in Gears 5 escape mode. 
Okay, I was going to ask if it's the same people that you do yeah. the high busting actual thing. Exactly. In the mode. Okay. I just I didn't play escape mode. I think I played the beta. Yeah, when it's fun. but I didn't play because it's multiplayer, and I don't really do multiplayer. I never have. Keegan is voiced by Dave Fenoy, who is uh, famously Lee from The Walking Dead, the Telltale series. So it feels oh, like you're gonna... playing Gears as Lee. And I'm he's, not going to be able to unhear that. Oh, dude. you can't. I cannot unhear it. Like That's the moment hard. you start the game, I was like, this is this is going to be hard. But here's the oh. thing. He's like a Shaft character. It's like a black exploitation character. He's like, oh, hell, this stuff. You know, like he's just got all these. Like, they did this once with Coltrane. It's they like that. Did? It's did just, just like that. It's so funny and good. It's so good. Um, it's very it's very funny. Um, Leoni is kind of the focus of the story. Like she's more ingrained into the narrative. Okay. And um, and then Mac is a Scottish person. And Sean. Oh, yeah hated his accent he couldn't stand really? it. like the whole game the whole four hours is spent sean hating his accent and me telling him it wasn't that bad is it uh did you look up the voice actor are they actually scottish is it an authentic accent or is it someone doing a scottish accent? no clue it matters did not look so, it yeah. up. i did not look it up okay. i curious. i thought it was fine i thought it was yeah, I, I i like sean that. hated it i thought it was fine uh, i'll talk about voice acting i didn't like in a minute um but oh, the no. story was good except okay. that the trailer non-spoilers i think the trailer gave me an expectation that the game didn't get to until the very end did it wrap the point up without no it's completely open-ended which makes me think that we'll get more more. we'll get more i think there'll be another dlc expansion six 12 months from now and i'm here for it (laughs) i love these and it was a part of game pass ultimate i didn't pay anything for this little experience and it was like I got to relive Gears again. Um, a phrase that I coined around here before you joined. I've been this has been the better part of about a year and a half now. I have been calling Gears of War Xbox's Uncharted for like two years now. And my my intent is this: like in Uncharted, you get dropped into this little arena, you walk down the corridor, you shoot all yeah. the people, you run around, you blow some stuff up, you get a cutscene, you watch uh-huh. the cutscene, you get to the next area, you do it again. Donnie, I don't want to break your heart here, but you're describing video games. No, it's not just video games. Like this, the design, (laughs) it is a lot of video games, but the design, okay, to take it a step further, usually with these really elaborate vistas and horizons and it's real pretty, this is, this little DLC is so uncharted. (laughs) You're, I'm gonna let you have this. You're literally going through jungles and waterfalls and ruins and temples. It's like, guys. I've been saying this for so long now. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. You can't say it now because it's literally what it is. The only um, thing that you're missing is your little swingy rope. <laughs> that's the only thing that's... A- you even do a lot of sliding. <laughs> sliding things down I'm the sorry. hill and stuff. I'm sorry. I just need to relive the words little swingy rope. Your little swingy moment. rope. Yeah. Very technical term. It's very good. Um, I like the story. It's not essential, which... I kind of like. That's the way DLC it's, has to be. It's it's optional. If you want more gears, Perfect. it's there for you. Perfect. And uh, yeah, um, I just I I, ha- I think from the trailer, I had an expectation of what we do, and we didn't get there yet. And I'll just leave it at that. We didn't get there. Okay. Yet. But I'm I liked glad it. that it's open enough where you could have more of these characters. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad for that because I like. Um, if you're gonna do DLC, I want the story to be non-essential because I don't always play DLC. Sure. To be very frank. Sometimes I don't come back to games. I have to really like them. Uh, and I want it to give me the option to get to know people that I might get to see again in another game 
more in a more integral role too. So I think that's cool. And so it's good. very yeah. different. It feels different, which I really appreciate. It doesn't feel the yes. same. It's very different. Uh, all the characters are very different. The story is different. The environments are different. Like I said, it's more lush. Oh, one of the things I did, uh, I now remember that I was telling Sean, you do go into a factory. It's gorgeous, by the way. This whole DLC is gorgeous. And, and it a, looks pretty in pictures. The water is un, is naughty dog levels of water. Like when you're puddling around, it's like, I've done this before. Yeah, you have in Uncharted. Um, sure. It's really good. And all I'm, the foliage let, is there. All the foliage is there. But you get into this like m- factory machine place. It reminds me, and I can only say this because I just recently had played Gears, the Definitive Edition, before. You remember I got my Series X before it released? Right. Yeah. So oh, I, I remember. I played Definitive Edition um, just because I was waiting for games to go out. Um, that factory level reminds me a lot of the original Gears, and to the point where there's a lot of like emulsion, and you get yes. that yellow fade over like that gringy oh, gray. I like that. That's beautiful. It's it's like beautiful in a grimy industrial way exactly. that only gears i think has ever gotten right that i can remember maybe near near does a very good job of it as well yeah um, but that whole level is just slathered in like the old school grind house gears feeling I'm which here for that. i loved and uh, I yeah it's just this. fun it's quick play in one day right if you're a game like pass subscriber I installed it actually because uh, I saw your tweets with the pretty pictures and i was like well i guess there I you go play. yeah you saw the pictures does that look like a gears game it. Flying yes. around a jungle and stuff? Oh, kind come of. on. It's a Tomb Raider kind game. Of. Well, I think, <laughs> I think that Gears 5 set a different expectation. It did. Because Gears 5 opened you up. And it wasn't always perfect. And it, the open worlds were kind of lifeless. But they gave you terrain and vista. So I guess my brain was like, yeah, an extension of that. A more lush extension Really, of my that point, idea. my point on this analogy has been for a long time, we've heard the complaint. I've heard the complaint. I don't say we. I've heard the complaint. Xbox needs games like PlayStation. Xbox needs games like Naughty Dog. And my rebuttal to that is, have you played Gears of War? Because Gears of War has, I think, that narrative-based campaign that's pretty and beautiful to look at. The only difference is that it's a shooter where you blow stuff up and shoot stuff versus being, you know, like where you just blow up a 100 different thieves. But in a lot, in more ways than not, they are very similar. They're, they different. are the end. The point that make that diverges them for me is the the character building is much more in depth than Uncharted. There is more nuance to some of the relationships as you go through that series than Gears. It looks. I think, okay. I think Gears four and five get there. Like with Kate I, and Dell, like it's approaching that level. They're getting there, and yeah. I think I need to see them cash in on the arc to see if they get all the way there. Yeah. Because I think that Uncharted did. And still, like, but JD and and Marcus and like kind of the yes. stuff, and especially if you've been around the whole time, you know what? Maybe I'm just being a biased Gears fan, but as as that fan, I feel that like the Gears sure. characters and the lore. I'm there with Gears, just like I. And it's not a. I'm not throwing shots. At, I love Uncharted. I'm yeah. there no, with Gears, like I'm there with Uncharted. Like I'm right there. I you think know. it's there for you if you like the first. There were moments in those first three games that get there. The, his relationship. Yeah, but there are. F- Yes. The interpretation, the takeaway from the first three is it's a it's a brosy over the top guys shooter game, and that's true. It is. It but is. But the second trilogy isn't. And I if you're agree holding it to that old standard, you're misinformed. I think yes. I think four and five do a good job, a better job of starting to edge into there, and I think three at the end did an okay job in the ending, uh, just for Marcus, not for everybody, but just for him. I love so three. I still my favorite. I do, I do love threes. Uh, horde mode is one of my favorite multiplayer experiences. I just campaign. It's my favorite. I also love that campaign. One of the few, 
like trilogy campaigns I can think of, like a series campaign where the ending payoff felt. I agree. I was so in to the very end. I was like, oh, this is epic. It felt as if the end of that game stuck the bow on it and just it the really right did. I could have never gotten another Gears game yeah, and same. not been upset. Yep. And that's a triumph because mm-hmm. it's hard. To Most do games that don't. Not, because they want to open the door for just enough so they can keep making money. Yeah. It's a, it's we got Nathan's Drake daughter coming up in something. We're going to play as, you know. <sighs> I'm good, actually. I could use something not iterative. I guess that's a weird thing to say, but yeah. whatever. Um, all right. So I need to play that. That's on my list. Look, I keep wanting to play video games. I have a stack of video games. I feel bad that we buried the Hivebuster stuff down, like one hour and 10 minutes into the show. We should have probably, probably talked about it in the beginning, but people are still going to be. Listening. I hope so. I hope you're still here because I love Gears. Gears is good. If you own an Xbox, you should play those games. Yeah, you should. There's like literally no reason they're they're very good still. Um, I have a stack of games to play, and this is going to go at the top. I just I had to get through these two weeks of work. Next week, I'm disconnecting from the world, putting on a set of headphones, and running through a bunch of freaking video games. So I this is on the list. So if anybody wants to play this with me, you should tweet me. Yeah, I'll shoot things with you. You're also playing Immortals. Yeah, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. I had an interesting story that I definitely wanted to <laughs> tell you about. So I did all the cyberpunk stuff that I talked about at the top of the show. Yes. I was like, I'm done. I'm just going to wait. And I started, I went back to Immortals. I'm going to go back to Immortals Phoenix Rising. I jump in and I start playing. I I free Aphrodite. I kill her three people. I go and unlock the next thing and my Xbox shuts off. The X? Yeah. The Series X, just the whole thing, like in a blink of a moment, not a shutdown thing or anything. It just went off. So this is the same experience that some people, I have had one of these with my PS5. Just as a note. This is, and other people have told me that Call of Duty has caused problems with them like this. So I'm curious, did it boot back up? It didn't. It just stayed off. I walked up, turned it back on manually. It came back on. I sat down. I opened the game and I lost all of that progress. Whoa. Like four hours of game time in in Phoenix Rising just gone. It just started me from the save that I had previously. Can you, okay. Can you manually save in that game? This is a relevant question because Watch Dogs did not let you. You can. But, um, and you can have. manually send saves to the cloud to and cloud. it auto saves. See, I thought I was good because I knew that there were auto saves. But when I booted the console up, those auto saves weren't there. It was as if I wow. never played that part that I had, even though I had the achievements and everything for the progress that I had made. Elaine, I was furious. You had a, you had a I bad video. I was furious that day. You had... It was at, it was at, I think it was Saturday. I, I tried to do this. I tried to do the cyberpunk. I was talking to Epic. I tried to play Immortals. It was all going bad. I was like, I'm done. You quit giving, so you quit video games. Seinfeld. I'm done. <laughs> so you had an airing of grievances. What you're telling me is you had a festivist experience. I did. And then you flipped over a table and you gave up on video games probably for at least 12 hours. I did. I went, I went and up. watched a bunch of uh, yep. Christmas movies. I came Hell back yeah. the next day. I was like, I really, I really am enjoying Phoenix. I was like, am I going to have to replay this again? I go to open it. Guess what? what? I get a message when I boot up the game. It's like, your save file is corrupted, but here's your restoration point. Totally redeemed yourself right back where I was. Oh, so it was with the hours of progress. So I pulled it from the cloud. I don't know what happened. It was, it was not there. And then it was magically there. I have an important question. After you watched all these Christmas movies, did you light any black candles? Did you make any 
diagrams on the floor out of salt. Did you summon Cthulhu in any way? I need to know because no, that, but that's you've not. given me some ideas. If I did put a pentagram, some candles down, I could put Chucky in it. Yes, and then just like invite Megan. Why am I encouraging this? Why am I encouraging? I this? never thought about this though. Just put lines of salt all over your house, Oof. and when your kids ask why there's salt in lines all over the entryways, just be like, "Don't worry about it. He won't be back tonight." And then say That's nothing good. else. They can't get through as long as you don't break the line. <laughs> just don't. Just then your kid is like shaking salt across their door. See, this is the kind of stuff I do to my children. This is why they're going to need therapy. <laughs> I was really, really ecstatic and happy. Like my faith was restored in video game developers. I don't know what happen and it even says like my save file that's corrupted is there it says corrupted file and then wow. right underneath it is the same file that just says autosave and it wasn't oh there the, but the day before it wasn't there that's wild that's actually wild to me so it must have lived in the cloud and maybe they had some sort of sync issue and i, didn't it back I was thinking that maybe they had some sort of server issue and that's why my yes. console turned off because you know the game is like always up. connected Yes, but that shouldn't boot down your entire system. Oh, I don't boy, know. Or they hot. recognized it and they went and fetched a file or something. I don't Maybe. know. I have no idea what happened. Maybe uh, it disconnect from the server and reconnected at a later time, but it wasn't there and then it was. So I kept playing and, and uh, ultimately I just wanted to say, I'm going to go further in depth on check. I'm having yeah. a, I'm kind of, I'm having a ball with it despite the fact I, I really hate the story and the narrative, and I hate the voice acting. I really do. do you? I, I skip through all of it. The moment they start talking, I'm like smashing the B button as fast as can. I I have a friend who really like. I, I haven't played yet. I do want to play this because everybody's impressions, like reviews are middling, but everybody's like who I've talked to really likes gameplay. This game. They're having a blast. Yeah. As a Zelda fan, totally yeah, great. Love it. I, it's uh, it's I Zelda. Got it. I got it on Switch because people have told me it actually runs okay. Looks a little less crisp, but it runs fine for kids. They're kids. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have, but <laughs> sure. Sure, Lane. Dude. It's, uh, it got, it, there is a cheap. part of the game on Series X where it scratches that itch of like, imagine what Breath of the Wild could look like. Sure, yes. Because it is gorgeous. It's actually, you'll like this. It's too gorgeous. The bloom lighting effect in this is so oversaturated. It's too that. much. You like You can't turn it down. It's like, what's... Like there are certain parts of the game you're like, what is happening? <laughs> Why is it so bright? There, I've actually had this experience because I'm still playing Valhalla. There are certain sections where the sunlight does that in Valhalla. And I'm like, Ubi. Oh, this game is like know. way worse. Though, I know. You, you'll go to like an orange area and the whole screen just looks yeah. orange. Yeah, um, that's, it's like they got a hold of something and they're like, turn up the light. Turn it up. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what they did. Uh, but. There are other parts where you're running through, like, when you first start the game and you get off the plateau and you drop down, you're, like, in this little orchard. It's, like, this, you know, grass is sure. waving. There are these little, like, pink fireflies going around. The trees are red. The sky is blue. You know, and it's just a collage Pretty. of color. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It is absolutely stunning to look at. And the gameplay uh, is a lot of fun. It is Breath of the Wild-esque. They definitely steal from that. I don't think it's a clone as much as they want it to be none of the systems are there like all the special sauce that made breath of the wild work isn't sure. there that's um, fine but the mechanics are there yes. it's like a breath of the wild that's just way more focused on combat there's just a lot of combat that breath of the wild just doesn't have that's kind of that's enticing to me because the traversal in breath of the wild is not my favorite i mm. like i you like do that a lot in this i game. like traversal but i don't like it to be like uh I don't know. I want to fight things, dude. Yeah, you're going to fight a lot of things. There's So I know a lot of people that were like, I didn't can't get into the Zelda because the like they thought the combat was like basic. You oh, know, you got arrow, you got the sword sure. attack. But this game has got 
all kinds of special combos and things you do and, and like a lot of special enemies, a lot of That's varied exciting. enemy design. You fight them in the sky, you fight them on the ground, fight by big minotaurs. You know, it's it's not just like the Hinox and sure. the little guys. It's got a lot more variety. So if you're looking for more of a button masher type of Zelda experience, this has got it okay. for you. And in a way, I love the gameplay. I'm addicted I, to it. I can't stop playing because of the gameplay and I hate the story and I hate the characters. I really, heard- really do. I've heard nothing but good things. A lot of my friends like the the writing more it's than It's so do, but... silly. It's like a Will yeah. Ferrell Greek odyssey. It's so silly and over the top. And I don't know, it just makes me feel like the journey and all the work you're putting in just doesn't feel as important. Fair. Because they're not putting any importance on it. It's like all Fair. a joke. It's all throwaway. Sometimes, though, for me, everything else that I play has a tendency to be so self-serious and like into itself that I kind of find writing like this to be a little refreshing because of that. So I'm kind of curious how it's going to hit because mm-hmm. everything else that I'm playing is very freaking serious. Yeah. <laughs> like Valhalla is serious. So you know, like, like when you don't take the narrative important, then I don't feel like it's important to watch. That's fair. You I know, so I'm that. just like skipping through it because it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's obviously doesn't matter sure. to them. So why does it matter to me? And I really don't yeah. like the voice acting. It's really, uh, then this is what I was going to say, like with the Mac thing from Hive Busters, her Greek accent feels not Greek. Like it's so put on. I'm Fair just enough. like, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. <laughs> I believe that the voice actress who did Cassandra's Assassin's Creed uh Odyssey voice is at least one of the char- is one of the characters. Not ah. the main character, but she is. Did there. you like her in, in Odyssey? Yes. Is her voice? Uh, a great a great deal, yes. So maybe maybe I just don't like her. Maybe that's but, it. But, but I it's think not, it's not, a lot. She's not doing the main character, though. Oh, Cassandra's okay. Because Cassandra's voice actress does one of the supporting characters. Oh, okay. I don't remember which. I got but, you. Um, but she, I mean, I like her. I thought she did a... I, I think the main character's accent too is too much. It's too much. Sometimes it's cartoony. You know? The whole game has got that yeah. Saturday morning cartoon it version does. of this world vibe. And I'm actually kind of into it because, like I said, so much serious. You know what I mean? Like, so much heavy that I, like... I'm loving the game. The shrines. Yeah, it, it has like actual last. dungeons. Ooh. That was one of the things I was upset when I lost my save is I did like when you unlock the god to free the god, you have to do like it's like a, a super game. shrine. Yes, let's go. And I, I did it that. and then I lost it. And then you got it back. What but a roller came, coaster of it emotions. It came back and I was I was so excited when I when I opened it and it was like, Your game corrupted. Here's the new save. I was like, <gasps> You're I'm so excited that this video game didn't work and then worked the way it was supposed to. Where are you at, Cyberpunk? burning the dumpster is on fire behind the building dude. don't ask questions it's good immortals is good i know it's on okay. sale right now for 40 bucks people get it immortals is good i like it i am sad that they stuck this thing out amongst other games that are easy to buy it instead of like yeah look, i understand it's another open world game they've released three I don't think waiting on it for like january or something would have really changed that all that much i i don't no. think this uh, this doesn't uh, this isn't as attractive to as many people as something like a Valhalla is. There's a, I agree. There's a specific group of people that's going to get a game like this. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. It's, it's got a, a Shrek vibe of like it, humor for. That's a good way of putting. Of- it. I know a lot of people put Hercules, but I liked Hercules, and Hercules has a journey that's worth putting. But Shrek yeah. feels way more apropos. I've seen enough clips now because I, you know, watched some gameplay and it's like, oh, this humor is like written to be okay for kids, but 
definitely has a layer for adults like it it's does. written that way yep. it's got that shrek vibe and i'm here for that because i'm just like exhausted from everything being so murder and cut off your head it's serious. just so. so throwaway so like like uh aphrodite sends you on a mission to like fight these three monsters that are terrorizing the land right and you come back As they do you come back and you're like i've done it and i freed them and she's just like yeah i needed cool. that for coats and you're like what the fuck is happening you know why, why are you like this right well, it's it's, it's not it's not even necessarily the story. It's just like nothing has weight. Wait, I, I understand your, Jinx. your, yeah, I know. Right now we're completing each other's sentences. Great. No, this is just <laughs> we've I synchronized our wavelengths oh, on no. the same path. I don't want to be inside your brain. But yes, none of it has weight. That's but it doesn't matter because the open world sandbox is good. I think that's the enticement for me. Is like some fun combat, and I actually kind of think uh, your criticism becomes a boom for me because it's like oh. Something without weight sounds yeah. great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Good. oh, yeah, I want it, that. So, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, imagine if the story was one I actually cared about. We could be sure. talking game of the year material for me. Ooh, that's an you know, Because I really wow. love the game. The game design, Damn. what I'm playing, what it looks like, how it's performing. Stellar. That's exciting. That's very exciting. I'm excited that I, I picked it up cheap. I did. I got, I mean, it was on sale. How do you not... I don't I, I have bought more video games than I have unwrapped in the last two weeks and it's largely because one I want to play everything and two my work is the season yeah and also why not I have nowhere to go I haven't yeah. spent money at a restaurant in months the budgets have shifted my friends <laughs> uh, my kids are like mom what do you what why are you buying so many video games I'm like because I can yeah, because yeah. I literally there's no other reason there's nothing else to do I haven't bought a movie ticket in nine months that's a video game so all right, so I'm still playing Assassin's Creed. I'm still having a blast with it. I won't beat the, the horse that's I gotta go back to drawn it. and quartered. You should go back to it. It's still great. Now um, that I'm not doing Cyberpunk, I think that's exactly what we do. It's it's like, this is going to sound, this. here we go. This is the nerdiest thing. We watch the Viking show, or we're watching the Viking show. Then this game comes out, right? And then my husband, who I did an atrociously stupid thing and got way into Magic the Gathering over the course of the pandemic, he comes to me and he's like, do you know that there's a new Magic set coming out in January? I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you know that it's themed after Viking things? I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. Right. I didn't know that either. That sounds so awesome. I was like, well, yeah, I'm excited. So I'm just, I'm just here for all the Viking things. <laughs> this is where we're at. As we should so, be. And I like this game enough. You, could, that you get God of War Ragnarok. You get Hellblade. <laughs> like it's a thing now. Like everything Norse is going. Mythology is rad yeah everything's going that way we're gonna have a lot of it here here's the thing remember this because in two years you'll be like kind of done like need something else sure <laughs> absolutely but we had call of duty ragnarok or something <laughs> hold up give me far cry primal but vikings Just, no i don't need any more i'm that good. sounds awesome I, but i'm i'm having a blast i play that game around. play the hell yeah, out of that, that game. game sure yes <laughs> just let me throw axes at things I, you just I, got me excited I, man you see, I'm Far a Far Cry girl. 7 Vikings. Hell yeah. Dude. <laughs> First person Vikinging. I'm going to go hunt a saber tooth or something. That sounds I, awesome. I got to go make a I got to go make a pitch. <laughs> I got to I got to go. I got to go make a pitch to a guy about a video game. Um I think that this game came out and I really really wanted an open world game that I could just kind of trounce around in and like like the time of the world. Like sure. Odyssey did this to me too. I love like ancient Greek stuff. This is just just right and I will continue to beat the quartered horse of how much I love it. And it might be my favorite game this year. It's up there. Uh, Spoilers for our show that we're recording this weekend. Number two on my list. Nice. It's up It's up there jockeying. I guess this is spoilers for the show. They were jockeying with stuff like Hades, the stuff that I fell in love with and just couldn't let go. And this is one of those games that I'll just pick at and I will draw out 
for like six. That's or nine great because there's a lot because, of meat on that bone. Because I like it. Because I'll be like, oh, I'll play this for an hour, and then I'll switch to something else. People but need I, to I give more respect. Ubi's way that they keep doing this every year, every other year, every other year. You know, and it's like Cyberpunk comes out once every eight years. They didn't. And it's do just it. like not even close, guys. They also wrote some characters in here that I do care about and I do find endearing. And I think it's impressive yep. in something as brutal as Viking times to write such an endearing main character who like, I think she toes the line of, of uh, lovable meathead even more than Cassandra might. Like she's a meathead. Kinda. I think she does that more than the more than male Ivor does. I, I think the female version does better job too, from what I have seen. Yes, I agree. But I think he did a good job. Like that's a good character too. Like, He's more did... like like reserved, like I said, wise. Yes. Um honestly like more chivalrous, respectful, yes. I think, than than she is. She's like she's got this like He I almost comes off like knightly versus Viking in some yeah, ways. She's more Viking, but yeah. she will defend your honor to her dying breath. Like there's yeah. something about the way she makes friendships. Like there's at least one friendship that you make in that game that I really wish was a romance option because it toes right at the line and it's such a good other character. And it it's like that friendship and the way that it evolves in just conversation is so good, so well written. So Melover uh, reminds me a lot of Aragorn. Agree. And also one or two of the very chivalrous characters from the Viking show, you can see him in. Um, like, cause I keep watching back clips to see how I do this. Yeah. He's really a good guy. Even though I'm trying to do bad stuff, he's kind of a good guy. He's just like not enough of a Viking. Yeah. He kind of isn't. He's too nice. Mm -hmm. And I. It's like a dude that was raised by Viking. Like, he just. (laughs) I'm not sitting here in 2020 saying that you should write only jerk male characters. I think a nice male character in 2020 is a good thing. I don't mind it. I don't regret it. Um, And I'm fine that it's different. I I think I like that about it. It's just, it is, it's a good difference to make. Like, it's easy to point out. Yes. Yeah, that he, like, uh, so many times when there's like combat to, I'm like, let's raise hell, grab an axe, you know? He's just not that dude. Yeah, you know, he's so strategic. She, she 100% is like, will yell right up and go cut people's heads off. And I yeah. think it's cool that they did that with the female character. I think it's cool that they made her the almost borderline more hot-headed one. Or it's like two different games. Number. It's great. It's awesome. And Cyberpunk is... Games. One game. On fire. <laughs> I'm not going to judge. I need doing to, it. I know you are. I'm going to... I think... We have we have a note here. What, what are our holiday plans? I really think... Like I said, I have no, I have nowhere else to go. I kind of want to check Cyberpunk out because um, I want to see it now, mm-hmm. and I want to see how it evolves. You know, I yep. find that if you have the money to do that and buy a game when it's clearly broken, I find GameStop that said that patch is a big patch next week. Yeah, next week. So maybe maybe a lot of this gets. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to hope for too much, but that's what <laughs> they said. Let's not go crazy here. Let's they not. They said a big patch. They would not have issued a public apology if one big patch would have fixed it. They would Good have released point. the patch and brushed it under the rug. Good point. Um, that apology was out of character. So S- strange. Uh, it was weird. So I think my holiday plans are going to be to dig into Cyberpunk and see what the hubbub is about and see how it. Not on Xbox. We're going to play this on PC, kids. Yeah. I'm not going to mess about. I've got several Switch games that I want to jump into. I'm not going to beat them to completion, but at least jump into and chew on for a while. Which you um, play? John Wick Hex. Oh, I- that's a good game. I just finished the shady part of me. Um, did you like that all the way through? Yeah. I know this is not Shaq, but I no, no, I didn't. I did. I do okay. like it all the way through. I, I definitely think after the first hour, like you kind of get what it's doing. 
Sure, that's every puzzly yeah, game. Though. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a short game. I think I beat it in like two and a half hours. Perfect. So it's I, great that it doesn't wear like it. It I, here's the thing. It started to like as I got to the end, I was like, I'm kind of ready to go, and then that was it. Then I, then I went, and I was like, so it's great that it wasn't like four hours too long, which a lot of these games can be. I think that puzzle games have a tendency to overstay their welcome. Yeah. Uh, once you get the mechanic, then they drag the story. And I'm like, just tell me what you want to say. Yeah, it kind of goes there and then then you're out and then you're done. I, I love it. It's a heartwarming story. One of my favorite indies of the year. I'm going to play I, that. I got several games on Switch that I want to jump into. And then, uh, my, I mean, my plan is to play a lot of uh, Phoenix Rising, I think. I'm just going to keep playing cool. that. And then if... I get bored or the time permits, then I think I'm going to hop back into Valhalla. I, I booted up Observer, still not ready to go. So Good. Great. Not, well, not going to do that. In a year with this many games, I almost don't even care anymore. I'm always like, fine, fine. Just let me know when you're done. Like, right. I, There's too many games for me to deal with yep. this right now. I, um, I will be pl- I'm going to pick it at Valhalla, but I think I will dig into Cyberpunk. And then I have a grip of Switch games, too. Like, I have all kinds of stuff to play right now. It's kind of... It's getting kind of crazy. Uh, I picked up Grindstone on Switch, so I'm going to... Mm, I've heard great things about it, but I'm not going to play And Dicey Dungeons is also on Switch for people who are looking nice. for... A, I loved it on PC. I haven't got to No More Heroes 2 yet on Switch, and it's one of my favorite games, so I, oh. I, might, I might find myself doing that too. We're never going to... There's too many videos. too many games. There's too many games. All right, let's talk about questions, because we got lots of those too. Holy butts, kids. Um... I'm going to ask this one up front from Delvin. What what has been your favorite moment from the show or PSVG this year? Donnie, you have to answer this first. It feels like a lifetime ago, and maybe it was, but I feel like it was this year. We launched our plans to do the house party this year before the pandemic started. Oh, Lord. It was a great day. One of my favorite days, I think, ever, where we did the podcast. We had all these podcasts planned and lined up. Um, so you weren't following us then. But we had Colin Moriarty on the PlayStation show, and we kind of nice. like launched the reboot around it. We launched uh, Rebecca and Garrett joining Shaq permanently with the same day. We mm-hmm. launched Strong Style the same day. We launched our movie-centric show with Kevin and Josh the same day. As Damn, the dude. day that we launched our plans to do the house party and pre-orders for shirts. All that's of it a, in one day, like one little thing. We had That's like an whole, exciting day. It was a really exciting day, and I did, like, all the art, and we had all the trailers, and we had music and stuff, and it was really, really, really fun. And uh, I remember sitting back at the end of that day, and I was tired, exhausted. I stayed up editing all that stuff all night long, and I remembered, like, just telling Devin and Kevin privately, I was like, man, like, I'm so proud of how we look, you know? Because it wasn't just, like, a tweet that we threw out there. Everything looked great. It looked professional. It looked like something you would have expected from Kind of Funny or IGN. Like, it it had that polish. And it was getting traction and buzz. And a lot of people were talking about it. And people wanted to join. And we were making all these plans for the house party. I booked a house. Like, I had a house on my credit card and everything. Like, we were set. Um, It's just unfortunate that all happened. But it doesn't take away the feeling that I had that day. And a lot of the good still happened. It was just not the party that happened. Everything else that was rad there happened. And that's like a very exciting thing. Yeah. I, I only have two or three months of happy memories, but I think joining this, just the the first episode that I hosted. So the second episode that I was on. Yeah. When I sat in this chair on this podcast and felt like, oh man, I belong here. And that's really cool. Like that was my best moment. I could, there's tons of jokes and tons of funny things, but like having that happen and then having people just start kind of trickling tweets that they're like no this is great i that's it was good vibes and it's i thought about it 
often and I still smile. So I'm not tired of you yet, Donnie. <laughs> now you can't get rid of me. Now I'm Give like, us some sure. time. Give us some time. <laughs> <laughs> you speak like you're not going to like be fed up with me and rolling your eyes any minute. All right. <laughs> we love each other, children. Don't worry. Mommy and daddy will fight nicely on this podcast. Oh. From, if you leave, from- I got nobody else. That's the end of the show. <laughs> I've ran everybody else off. I'm not going anywhere. You have to fight me to get me out of here. It'll be just throwing crap at our computer screens at each other. Oh, Lord. All right. So John asks, this is for this question is for you. Do either of you have the expansion card for the Xbox Series X? And if so, what do you think about it? My hard drive is already pretty full on my Series X. And That's I'm wondering truth. if I should just go ahead and get one. Do you think Xbox will drop the price soon? You okay. Have one. I do have one. I like it. I think it's great. I think it's awesome that I can hot swap drives between me and Jack. I think it's so great that I can hot swap drives between me and Jack. My drive is already over 60% capacity as it is. Whoa. I've already started considering getting a second one. So should you get one? Yes. The reason why? It's the best affordable option to you. You can get an external, but you can't put all the games on them. You can get an SD, but you can't put all the games on them. This is the best affordable option. Are they going to drop the price? I don't think in the next six to nine months. Maybe next fall. <clears throat> yes. Um, it is suck that it's a little more expensive than what you think it should be. But here's the thing. A really good M2 or external yes. SSD is going to run you 200 bucks. It's the same price. And it's so much yeah. more functional. And it's tiny. It's like this big. You don't I have a cable and everything. It just plugs right in and out. It's amazing. I think that's pretty cool. I have, I've I've been back and forth about getting one. My... Um, because I know I don't have business class internet. So I'm getting a uh, data cap soon. So mm. because I'm getting a data cap soon, then my that desire sucks. to delete, it sucks. But I'm I'm right at, the, I can pay them their protection money to remove sure, it's my still, But I just don't like doing it. It still sucks. That's money. I think it could be a dirty, game. It could be game. It's dirty during a pandemic. It's dirty period. Uh, it's dirty period. But anyway, that aside, whole other podcast for that argument. Um, I have considered picking one up so that I can pull games down when I'm in yeah. off months under my cap and keep them down. That's why. So um, if you have the cash, I would say this is a nice little plug it in your back of your console and friggin' forget it and have double the space. I think by the time, like if I'm looking at the Series X as an investment of my main gaming hub for the next five or six years, plus Jack, I'm yeah, probably sure. going to have three or four of these things by the time it's all said and done. You are, you are, in fact, the dragon sitting on the golden egg of video I mean, game. why delete it and re-download it again? But I, I, I will say to my credit, I do not often re-download games. Once I am done and I delete, I'm usually finished. That's the thing that I hear most people, and that's fine. But I do replay a lot of games. Yeah, you're you're different than me. I think that you you do double back and you like do play unlike games. a lot of people. I think consume games like they buy the game, they play sure. it, and then they it's gone. Like I will sit there and play an hour of a bunch of things. I and do I'll play an hour of this, an hour of that, an hour of this. But I don't want to get rid of it because then I come back and play another hour. You know, I, I do that a lot. I when I finish a story, when I when I finish the arc of a story of a game, especially a big game, I'm usually done. Uh, it is rare for me these days to to play DLC like Gears, but I kind of want more Gears, so I that's play, an excuse. I played The Last of Us Remastered three or four times. I've done Infamous two times. I've done Uncharted four twice. Um, I, yeah, if I like a game, I'll definitely go back and replay it. There are a couple of games that. Obviously, like I played Persona. I played Fable Xbox Two Live. and Three on Xbox One again. Yeah. I've replayed, I've replayed Forza Horizon Three. I restarted and I played that again. I just played yeah. Gears Definitive Edition again. I See, do this do often. I do that. Do so often, yeah. I'm a little I do it, different. 
it's sparing for me, so I can actually get away with delete and re. I think Resident Evil Seven is one of the few games that I have revisited so many times that I just leave it installed now. It lives on my Xbox, kids. So I don't know. Look, if you're gonna, it's a set it and forget it purchase. If you got a little budget, it really is. I, Put I it on your Christmas list. Have somebody help you, you know, knock the price down a bit if it's a little too much yeah. for you. I know it. It seems like a lot when you weigh it against the cost of the console. Correct. But it's not a lot when you weigh it against the cost of storage. Look at it that way and feel better about purchase. And just hoard a couple gift cards and pick one up eventually. Yeah. You don't have to, like, I don't think you have to rush to do this, <laughs> but I think that it's probably going to be a purchase that you're going to go, oh, why didn't I do this? If sooner? you have more than one, I think it's almost mandatory because, like, Jack and I have already, we're sure. 70% full. And those are games that we're sharing cross console. Yeah, you do. And you do more digital purchasing than I do, too. Oh, I'm I'm 100% digital on Xbox. I'm 90 I have four digital games, like Rock Band 4. Oh, physical. And games. like some old Suda stuff. No, I buy a lot of, I buy a lot of discs. I like discs. I'm like an old hoarder. With I'm cat. that way with Switch stuff because I believe the value of the cart. Um, the cartridge, but like with disc, it's like Game Pass. Game Pass is because here's the other thing: a game share with Kevin. So it's like, do I want to save yeah. or have the money for the disc, or do I want to give him the sixty and let Kevin play too? You know, that, it's like that extra buy one get one feeling. I'm yeah, all digital. You, you guys have a value added proposition there. I don't. It's just me. So you know. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Josh, what are some of your favorite Series X experiences while revisiting older enhanced games? Sorry, I just saw a wall of. It's getting ridiculous in our chat right now. Oh, uh, what was? I'm sorry, what was the question? Josh wants to know what are some focused on. What are some of your favorite Series X experiences while revisiting older enhanced games? Ooh, I wish you'd asked me this when it launched a month ago. I would have been more current. The only one that I really played start to finish was Gears, and it played as good as it did. Like it's not enhanced. I don't think it doesn't. Forza have a... is and Forza's good. Yeah, no, Forza is. You're right. And I'm what I meant was like Gears Definitive Edition. Like the old version isn't uncapped oh, or anything no, like that. No, no. You know, I didn't even think of. Uh, like Xbox One enhanced games. I was thinking like back and bad stuff. Yeah, I don't think you have to go that far back. Oh, Forts is great. Forts is awesome. Forts and Gears 5 are like the gold standard. Yeah, they're the standouts. They're they're, they're, they're way are, out there. I, I can't think of a, a 360 game that I would care that much. There's you know several. what I mean? There's several, but not all of them are unlocked and uncapped. But like Crackdown was impressive. Oh, like Crackdown. What they've done with that is impressive. They're, they're out there. Okay. Well, there you yeah. go. I haven't spent a whole lot of time playing uh games that i've already played like hellblade isn't hellblade just runs real smooth it's not better it's just stable you know um, that's good that I'm might here. be one i might replay over christmas actually because i've been wanting to replay it for a while i haven't i started that. it i played like a chapter and then the series x came out and i started playing new games i might go back and do that i haven't played that since it launched and i ki- i didn't play it with headphones when it launched and i it's might another one I that might. i've done twice I love Hellblade. I, uh, I only did it once it's only like a five or six hour experience oh it's, it's real short long. it's not too bad all right. Maybe this one, this uh, question actually hits on a piece of news that we didn't necessarily discuss. Chris, uh, with EA acquiring Codemasters, EA is buying Codemasters. $1.3 billion? That's a crap load of money for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think that means we'll see Dirt 5 come to Game Pass soon? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Soon? I don't know about that. Not soon. It's going to take some time, but will Maybe. it? Sure. Yes, it will. I think you'll see older Dirt games sooner. Maybe. I think that would be a deal that they'd have to work out directly with with them. Because, I mean, the, the deal's not going to be done for a while. Like, this is just an intent to buy, just like Xbox. Yeah, this is, this is a Zenimax. So what have they done? They've done uh, 
They on, made the dirt. On Rush Dirt World Rally. Have they ever done anything that's not a racing game? Didn't they do the Overlord games? Am I wrong? I don't see it, but then all I, I see here is uh, Grid. I remember that. Uh, uh, okay. Project Cars. No, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong about that. I, I think I'm probably confusing them with a different studio that sounds very similar. Eh. Um this you is know, not my I, thing. No, I was right. Codemasters did do the Overlord games. Nice. I just Good call. I live fact-checked myself. Uh, I liked those games a lot. That's why they stick in my proverbial craw. Um, I don't know. Look, uh, sure. The Dirt games can be good. I've heard 5 is not the standout, but Dirt 3 was very good. So, I don't know. Yeah. I want to play I'm, Dirt 5. I just don't want to pay I'm for it. Money for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horizon 4. I don't need any other racing games right, right now. Right, exactly. Favorite. Uh, Tyler wants to know our most anticipated Xbox games studio game. What's yours? I don't know. I don't have an answer. I was hoping you would. Oh, okay. I mean, I've got an answer. The problem is I don't know if I have one. It's it's Hellblade, it's Fable, it's Gears 6, and it's Perfect Dark over Avowed. Perfect Dark probably counts. Over a valve for me. I think my answer is Hellblade because it feels like I'm going to get that one. I'm like never, feels- ever going to regret or forgive or forget Kevin saying that Hellblade will always be, quote unquote, an indie game to him. And he said it um, like he said it with, you know, poorly, like like a bad thing. He said it with negative intent. He didn't say it as a good thing. I had very aggressive, strong feelings playing that game because it is a is a conversation about Makes loss. Me very angry. Is that a game is a conversation about death, loss, and mental health struggles? Yeah, it's great. It is a powerful conversation about things that people don't talk about. I love if, Hellblade. If you have not played Hellblade, you need to play it to experience some of that because it's not just right uh, there. See, my head sandwiched between the gears and the Hellblade. It's not just a Norse mythology romp. Like this thing speaks to the insides of someone's head. And oh, it is, the Norse mythology is really just secondary. It's, it's a rapper. Not, yeah, it's, it's a just rapper. A setting. It, it's boy, that's a power. Yeah, you, I'm gonna replay this video game. I think yeah. that's the one I'm looking forward to because it feels real to me. Oh, it I feels- l- I love this game and yeah. like when they the game pass is what really brought me back. Like all hook, line, and sinker. But the acquisition of Ninja Theory and Hellblade, I was like, now yeah. they've got a because f- this is this is before they resurrected Fable. Before we knew they were resurrecting Fable, really, there was like scant rumors and all that. You know, yep. like now they got a franchise I really cared about. I cared about Hellblade. I love the yeah. games. <laughs> game of the year came out. I was like, this game is amazing. So they got that plus Game Pass. I was like, I am all back in on Xbox. And then they bring back Perfect Dark, and then they bring back Fable, and then I was like, oh my god. And I'm, you know, I've never been more excited. But I mean, it's, it's hard for me because it would be Fable. Fable was always my favorite franchise. Problem is, I don't know anything about it. I know what Hellblade 2 is going to be. I don't know what Fable is. Well, we don't know what Perfect Dark is going to look like. I think we know more about Perfect Dark than we do Fable. You're right. We do. (laughs) All we have is like a piece of art. We have no idea what Fable is. So it's. We know know where Gear 6 is going to go. It's hard for me to call it my most anticipated. Now, Gear 6. I'm hanging on the edge. Like, I want to know where they're going to... I was telling Sean this last night. I so want to know where they're going to go with this and where they're going to not just go to end this, go from this. 
how, how, where is Gears 7? Is there a new character and a whole new thing? Is it more Kate? Like, what do you do? I really like Kate's character and want to see what they do with her story. So what do you think I, of? So I've predicted this. My fat, my thing that I think is Gears 3, Kate turns, becomes the villain, which sets up Gears 7 through whatever. I think that's very possible. Or she ends up dying at the end. I think that's the other possibility. Like they, she sacrifices herself for. I, can't ima- I think that's what they'll probably do. Yeah, I can't imagine that they're going to turn her against might. the player, but that would be awesome. I hope they don't because I like her, but I think that's cool and unique and they don't. That's powerful. That. And yes, that's I the agree. narrative hook that oh. people are looking for. And what if like the next one was set around Dell? I. Or I would rather a new set of characters. I like an arc of three that closes a loop. I and think then that's they, the they quintessential the Gears experience. In. Yeah, I like it. I like getting to know people over the course of a three game chunk and then having them be cameos later. That'd be cool. Like Marcus kind of has served as, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. I dig that. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Any other questions you want to hit in this list while I cough up along? Yard and Angel asks, it's been a great year for the show. Lots of great changes and hype surrounding it. Are there any goals or milestones you are aiming for in the new year? Also care to share your own New Year's resolutions. Thank you, Yard and Angel. That's um, right. I can absolutely tell you that I never think of our shows in terms of goals or metrics. And maybe that just is poor planning on my I, no show that i've ever done i never look at shack and go i want a thousand more listeners or you know 400 more reach i don't know what that would look like i don't here's the thing uh i never really look at our numbers i, I usually poke into them like once a month or so just to kind of see where they're doing but we don't sell advertising you know we're not joe rogan so right. it doesn't matter and nope. we don't monetize them so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if we got 20 people listen or 220,000 people listen. We don't benefit either way. So it doesn't matter. Um, I'm very, very proud of this show. I'm proud of everything that I do. I put my heart and soul into everything that I do. But I'm very, very proud of this show and where it was eight months ago and where it is today. I'm really ecstatic and enthusiastic that it's found some people. Um, yeah. I give Sean... And the Xbox Drive and Ryan and Rand and Jeff Grubb, all the credit for that. And Elaine. Uh, um, but it's a lot to ask for another content creator to promote you to their listeners as much as Sean has. Or for right. Jeff Grubb to not only come on our show, not only be willing to speak news on our show, but when he goes on other shows, still list us. He was on kind of funny and he was like, yeah, I said on the Xbox Empire, that's a big deal because those people that have never, they've never heard us or would never unless he said it. And now there may be 10 people that go, I want another Xbox show. I've never heard that one before. You know, that doesn't happen like without that stuff happening and ran doing the same thing. And I'm just really happy and proud of it because uh, in PSVG land, it often can feel like you're alone on the Xbox platform. Sure. Sure. Um, just the majority of the team is really heavy Nintendo or PlayStation leaning. Um, and I think the last two years I've been almost obnoxious with my enthusiasm for Xbox. And, uh, a lot of that comes out of feeling alone. You know, you gotta, you gotta feel like you have a little chip on your shoulder cause you feel alone. And, uh, just to see that people have connected with it, that they like it. We had a great review the other day that was like, I heard this show because Jeff Grubb 
listen. Oh, like wow. they said it. It's on our it's on our iTunes. They're like, I heard this show because Jeff Grubb named it, and they said that they loved it, and they said they loved you. They're like the hosts have this incredible rapport. It's one of my favorites, and I'm gonna listen. And it's like that's why we do it. That's why yes. we do this, and yes. um, to see this show particularly because I've been doing this show for years. <laughs> but again, I've said it before, so I won't go too long. It was just an add-on. It was an extra thing. It was a monthly thing. It was never scheduled. It wasn't regular. To see this show literally start from the bottom. We started a brand new feed, zero weekly listeners, to where we are now is unbelievable. I would not have believed that was possible when I decided to jump in and take on the Xbox Empire. I did not think that that was even an outcome. So my goal to not let not not let it go to waste. Don't no, don't just like go back. Don't revert back to zero. Like, <laughs> That's the look, goal. <laughs> I'm with I'm with Donnie on this. Like I never and I've done podcasts before. I've never set those goals because it isn't this is a thing I do because I love doing it, right? Yeah, I look same. forward to this conversation every week. Do yep. I care if people hear it actually? I mean, I care that people are enjoying it. I want that community, but also I'm doing this for me. The joy that we have in this like hour and a half, two hours is ours. I look forward to this moment. And if other people love it too, then that's icing on the cake to me. And the nice comments are like four times of the icing, the the frosting sugar that comes over top, right? Like that's rad. But I just, I don't know. I want to keep doing this the way that we're doing it and keep smiling every week for two hours. That's all I want. It's so simple. And I know that that seems like, oh, you're, they're, you know, aiming low. And it's like, no, this has become a piece of my personal joy. That's a big deal. And this has become a community of people who have accepted me sight unseen dog. <laughs> like, you know, like you guys let me walk in here and run a show and like do my dumb intro and my outro and have sent me nothing but kindness. Like, dude, I just want more of that. 2021, a whole year of it instead of just two months. Now I want a whole year. That's my milestone. A know? goal for the show that I would have said would have been to make the show consistent. Like when oh, Kevin okay. left, like I did an apology letter. One of my biggest regrets about this show is that it was never consistent. It was never weekly. It was right. never at the same time every month. And even with Kevin and like it's bounced around and it's bounced between hosts. I hate that because you I never don't... find people. You, you get attached. Podcast listeners are a fickle group just like video gamers. You get attached to a host. If that host leaves, a lot of times, so do they. Yeah, sure. And, yeah. It, it, and I think from least and I'm taking my own experience and just experience listening to other people that create podcasts. A lot of times if you lose a podcaster, a listener, that's it. You have very seldom chance to get them back. Yep. So one of my goals would be to do this show every week. Like we have the reason I don't list it as a goal. I don't think that's the problem. No, I don't think we're going to have an issue. Yeah. This is like I said, like that was a goal before Elaine showed up. And then once Elaine got here, that's no longer a goal. That's, that's a reality. That's going to happen. We have walked into the show having both had crappy days yeah. and we both walk out of the show no longer having had crappy days. Better I know it. that for a fact because we talk about it afterwards. And I like, this is, like I said, when I say this is a piece of my joy, that's a big deal because what that means to me is like, no, I'm not missing a week. Like I like, yes, we're taking a vacation. Calm down. That, <laughs> that aside, everybody needs a break. But Everybody like, needs a break. When it's a piece of like, joy genuine joy you look forward to doing it it doesn't become like a work effort right like i think that's what this has become and it's we're past the honeymoon phase of it being easy now sometimes life happens and things are on fire i'm still here every wednesday you know because if we can do this 
consistently for 2021, then I'm happy. I'll I'll be in this seat in Ditto. a year Same. and saying 2021 was the best year I've had in, in I'm pumped. Yep. Next, let's do it again. Yep. Let's go. Do you make uh do you make New Year's resolutions by the way? We have to answer the second half of this. Well. No, I never have. Again, as I said, I don't have goals for the shows and stuff, so yeah. I mean, why would I have goals for me? I will tell you this and I I need to lose some weight. Uh, my blood pressure is like through the roof. I've been gaining weight for the better part of the last three or four years. I bought a Bowflex machine here. I need to get on and lose some weight. I'm going to start working out. Is it a resolution? No, it's been a thing for a while now. Um, it's more, I guess a goal for resolution would be to kind of rebalance. I need to find a little more me time and less game time. It might be less game techs and maybe... Kevin does a DLC more or, you know, it might be more that, um, I might think to find a little more time, but I gotta, I gotta start finding some time to do that, but it's not really a resolution. It's just life priorities. I know it, I know it needs to be done. There's work to do. I don't, I don't generally set resolutions. I gave up on them. I don't want to say I gave up on them. I think goals work best when they are set in the moment where they are needed. So like an example of this is I'm going to start eating better on Monday. No, no, no. Start eating better today. That's yeah. an example. You know what I mean? Like I, so I don't wait till January one, like it's some sort of mat January two, I guess for some people, like it's some sort of magic date. So I just don't do this. Like, it's just, I just look, mine are simple, man. I want to keep the balance that I've established over this year in my life and, and keep the perspective on my joy. Yes. Things happen that are hard, but I want to keep being able to pull out the happy. If I yeah. keep doing that every day, then that's a successful year. And that's all I really want. So I'm boring and simple. Smile more kids. Play video games. Yeah. yeah. Live a little bit of the good stuff. And I might need play. to play a little less video games. It's something I've been kind of weighing. Yeah. I play less games than I did five years ago, but I read more. And It's I like I pride myself in trying to dabble and find something to say about a little bit of everything. There might be a little sure. less of that for me. That's, uh, I think that's a that that is a balance i had to strike a couple of years ago where it's like yeah i can always have something to say about this or i can read read an extra book every month or cycle an extra 30 minutes and it even it is evened out into a good place for me so sometimes i play tons of games and sometimes i go months and just pick it things okay sarah sarah so any other questions we want to hit i think that's a good way to close the show i think it is a good way to close the show look y'all uh because i won't live say this or on a fresh episode Thank everybody. Thank you, everybody. Like genuinely for a couple good months and, and a rad podcast and something I look forward to. So that's it. I was my cut onions moment. I'll uh, say Merry Christmas and I hope you guys enjoy your holiday. I hope you stay safe as we lead into another year. It's been a hell of a year. Boys, it's been a hell of a year. Oh, it's been a year. And, uh, <laughs> we hope that you stick with us after the break. Like again, just to reiterate, you're not. We're gonna have content for you if you are the diehard listener. And you want something every week? We're gonna have it for you. We've got our favorite games of the year conversation coming. We're gonna talk about all that stuff. We've got an in-depth, deep dive with Elaine that's coming. You're gonna be taken care of. But we'll see you in 2021. Yeah, we'll be back. Don't worry. Don't get nervous. And you know what? If you want to harass uh, us on Twitter, Donnie is eat the hype. I'm Et Dragon. I respond to a lot of tweets. Uh, if you want some hot nonsense uh, and you miss it and you miss me, just tweet me. I'm sure I'll find a gift that's real stupid for you. Uh, let me give a sh- quick shout out to our Patreon producers before we yeet ourselves off this show and into Bolivian for the week. So thank you to Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Bonesaw Borbone, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, 
Paul Calicote, Michael Masick, The Egg, Shen, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber, Rude Days 93, Rob Emanuel, Ben Moxham, and Grouchy Surge. You guys, you guys make this business happen. We make it happen, but you guys like help it happen. Don't worry. And oh, so yeah. does everybody. They, they definitely. Retweets. Yeah, they help it happen. So yeah. does everybody who retweets and everybody who likes comments and hangs out in the chat and just all y'all warm, fuzzy feelings. Who wants a hug from a six foot different distance with like oven mitts on sticks? <laughs> <laughs> right? I wanted to paint a word picture before we close out this show. <laughs> it's like uh, back scratcher arms. Yeah, except really long. Like really I have long. telescoping huggy arms. I need to build this. I got. It's like taped to other sticks. There's like multiple sticks along the the. the oh train. yeah, look, you I'm can an engineer en- that. I could, look. If it can't be solved with duct tape, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> I need some duct tape, guys. I gotta go. All right, so we won't see you live next week, but there will be stuff on your feed next week. So, you know, until then, play some video games, kids. Peace. Bye.